like to give everybody out there listening a very warm White Cat welcome because you're tuned in to the White Cat Outdoors podcast. What is going on, everybody? We are recording the eighth episode now of the White Cat Outdoors podcast, so thanks for tuning in for all eight episodes. If you're a repeat listener, if not, if it's your first time, we appreciate you finding us. If you could have found us on Instagram, maybe at White Cat Outdoors, maybe you found us on Facebook. Uh, but however you found us, we appreciate you finding us. And tell all your friends you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. All the podcasts are on. <clears throat> excuse me. All the podcasts are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, obviously, um, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio and Podbean. So keep listening. We appreciate you guys. Uh, in the studio today, you got your boy White right here. And straight across from me, we got – he was our host hot seat last week. So if you haven't listened to that one, go tune back in. You got to know him real well. It's Tommy the Cat. Hey, guys. Glad to be here. And over here to my right, we got the ruler of the podcast realm over here in our neck of the woods. It's Nick Soboleski. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And we have a very, very special guest for all of you guys this week. He's a very good friend of ours. We've known him our whole lives. He's our small game specialist, Jared Letfly Larson. How you guys doing? Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Pick up your phone. What are you doing? My phone is uh, still on. So uh, for everybody listening, we just had a Pabst Blue Ribbon explode. Call that a Pabst bomb. (laughs) That's That's a danger Pabst right there. That is. That one is dangerous. That's nice. Would you happen to have a towel? I can go get you a towel, buddy. Nick, why don't you take over for a minute? I'm gonna go get a towel. I'll just, uh, Jared's going to Zamboni it for everybody on the podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. That means take it up the nostril. <laughs> take it up the nose. No up way, the, man. Okay. That's too much. So, that wow. was Let Fly, everybody. <laughs> Mr. Jared yeah, Larson. Uh, I'm Jared Larson. Thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. He, well, uh, he drinks PBRs. That's the first one of the night. And uh, Frank's back with one single <laughs> one napkin. One single napkin. <laughs> Thanks, We're going to need a few of those. That's uh, Jared. I want to congratulate you. That is the first spilled beer on the podcast. Does that count as a spill? I mean, it kind of exploded. I mean, the can is upright, and it was more of an explosion. So we'll just call it first can explosion. I, I totally like kept it together, that, but I had no control over the beer exploding. <laughs> had no control. The beer has its own mind. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of beer. I don't know what happened. Well, <laughs> I think you lost half of it right there. He still has like twenty ounces though. We started a new thing last week where our guests all... have to start the podcast with a 24-ouncer. <laughs> Why? Why is... Man, this thing is off to a great start. Still good? Still tastes like a Pabst? Oh, God, yeah. We're That's good. what we like to hear. Man. We're good. Well, while we're sitting here, you know, getting everything situated, I'm looking out the window of Frank's house, and out at the corn feeder, there's, we'll count them, five white-tailed deer eating corn. That's pretty cool. Kind of gets you in the mood for doing an outdoors podcast, looking at some deer. They're just out there doing deer things. And believe it or not, they are all booners, even the does. Well, they're all does, so. there's Like I said, even the does. If you check the back of Boone and Crockett's book, there is a booner doe section. Uh, not many people know about it. But it's a little P.S. at the very last page. I yeah. think it's on the cover, like the back cover. Yeah, booner right does. Right by, what is that, the blurb? Maybe the blurb's the on index? the inside cover. I'm not quite sure. What? I've never even heard of a blurb. It just you know blurb. gives a little intel about what you're getting ready to read. You mean the synopsis? No. <laughs> it's, it's not even close to a blurb. 
Blurred. It's definitely the blur. Did you make that word up? No. <laughs> All right. It looks like Jared is. Hey about, guys. Pretty got well. About, got yourself cleaned up. He's like, all right, all right, all right. If you didn't want to do the podcast, you could have just said so. You know, I wanted to do the podcast, <laughs> and all I wanted to do was have a PBR. Tall boy. And you're having one. I'm it's having what's left of one. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. But uh, too bad you didn't have that camera going, because that would have been that would have been a good. See, one. this is exactly why we've had requests to record the podcast, because they want to feel like they're sitting at the table with us, which you, is what we're trying it's to do. It's coming soon. You don't want to feel like me. I've got, <laughs> I feel like I've got, a horse. Yeah, I've got paps running down my uh, shirt. Uh, my sock is wet, so I know there's a puddle on the floor. Uh, and we went through, I don't know, 38 napkins and some rags. But, but we're all <laughs> ready to go. We're back in action. And we're back. So Jared here, he is the best small game hunter that I know of. Nick, what do you call it that he has? Before we get into too much of that, I want everybody to know where they can get into what Jared is and who he, what he's about, where we can find him. Because uh, you're not just a local legend. You're a, a online legend <laughs> as well on the interweb. legend. Listen to this. The World Wide Web. I am out there. Um, where can we find you? you can on find Exchangegram. Me, Instagram is the big one. That's where you'll find me most days. Uh, at Letfly with three Ys. Uh, Facebook. One, two, three. Yeah, that's right, Nick. You got it. Three of them there. Right at the end. Um, One and two are already taken. <laughs> they were. Yeah, they were. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, Facebook, Jared Larson. Um, Snapchat actually was way back before the Let Fly days. So that is Chupaca. Yes, you heard it here, folks. Chupaca. C-H-E-W-P-A-C-K-A. A lot Go of follow. good quality content on there. <laughs> you, yeah. You'll be offended, but uh, yeah, follow him up. Follow me up. Let fly here. How y'all doing? Yeah, you'll get a little bit of That's that. That's the famous let fly right there. I was supposed to do that, but the paps threw me way off with the explosion. <laughs> you want to just say it now for effect? All right, for effect, and we. All right, if you if you follow me on Snapchat, usually you're gonna get a snap like just about every day. That's gonna go. It's with every the, day with the, with the big mouth filter, of course. You know, it's how y'all doing. Let fly here. I and will, then I'm going to go into whatever I stupidly want to talk about that day. I will admit the uh, Haya Dan has gotten more and more dramatic over the years. It definitely has. You guys have been like, around. It's somebody for the... like, you know, like their first week in like Florida, you know, they start to pick up that Southern draw. And then like three, four years in, and now you can't understand them anymore, but you know what they're saying. Forrest People are going to start making that video. This is one week yeah, one following week. Let Fly. <laughs> That's, yeah. Hey, y'all did. Hey, three, three weeks three. following Let Fly. <laughs> Hey, you did. If that's all that comes from this podcast, we'll call it a W for Let Fly, okay? If I can get one person out there saying, how y'all doing? Start your day? Oh, man. We're, we'll, be, we're uh, we'll be using the hashtag, how y'all doing? Dern. 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 D-E-R-N. Whitey knows what's up. What's that, Lil Wayne? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, we're basically the same guy. Looks just like him. <laughs> Very similar, yeah. Now that you bring it up. <laughs> there's fear everywhere there's fear everywhere so that is mr jared larson why are you on the podcast today uh well there's been some rumors that i'm pretty good at uh killing squirrels apparently so uh they're not rumors they're they're all true <laughs> yeah, we, he, we've got the we've got the raw materials to prove it he That's was uh, just officially put into the record books under the wcopa squirrel slam which is uh 
the White Cat Outdoors, Pennsylvania, PA Grand Slam for the squirrels. Jared Larson has killed every squirrel in the world. Just kidding. He's killed every species in PA, and he's got them all mounted. And I asked him to bring them, and he wouldn't do it. It's his prized possession. He won't even let me look at it. It's kind of pictures. what you guys like, like to do on your podcast. Just just attack one person over here. Yeah. The new guy yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. All right, yep. I like Sometimes it. it's fun. Sometimes. Yeah. Depends on who where you're sitting. <laughs> <laughs> um, the reason the Squirrel Mountain isn't here is because Nick decided to take his sweet ass time getting a hold of me to, uh, hey, why don't you bring those Squirrel Mounts over? It was far too late. That I was is, already that's over true. here in the studio. Wow, I'm doing good. I was referring to it. There it is. Grab a stone. No, but uh, why don't you go into the different types of squirrels you got mounted? Uh, I, you're obviously a big time small game hunter. I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, what I have mounted, I have, it was pretty cool. Actually, it worked out really good. I took a Fox squirrel. I believe it was the first one that I took to Lynx taxidermy. Uh, I don't know if that's considered it. Is that Albion out there? I would call it Albion. Yeah. I think, that, I think that's Albion. I'm unfamiliar but, uh, with that taxidermist. Well, I know who he is, but I don't know where his location. So. Okay. Well, yeah, I think it's Albion, and uh, I took him a fox squirrel, and he told me when I took it that uh, it was probably going to take a while because of deer season. Like so you're telling me squirrels aren't on the top priority. I had deer the season? same question, dude. I was like, you mean to tell me I'm going to wait like 11 months? Like that's what he told me. Like this is going to take a while, and I'm like, hmm, hmm. Like that sucks, but I get it. You know. So do you know who I am? <laughs> Do you not see the shirt? Yeah, it says "Let fly" on it very clearly. Um, it's Matter Days. What is what is a Smatter Day? Small Game Saturday. Small Game Saturday. Hashtag Smatter Day. You heard it here first, days. folks. Yeah, you heard it here. Patent pending. <laughs> TM. <laughs> um. So yeah, I took the uh, took the fox squirrel to Lynx. Where did uh, Where did you get that fox squirrel, Jared? Who were you with? Am I allowed to? I was with Whitey, my man yeah, over yeah, here. You I were. was with Whitey. He he granted me uh, special permission. I don't know how I got so lucky, but uh, we rang in the uh, twenty. It was twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. It's twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen season. It was like uh, January two, I believe. Yeah, I think it was the second of January. And uh, we went out there. Oh man, what a morning it was too. It was. The squirrels were a barking. Let me tell you. And it took. 25 minutes maybe if that it laying was them quick down. just laying them down and yeah, we uh, shot quite a few squirrels that day a couple grays i think we spent more time taking pictures of that squirrel than we did actually we made hunting. that squirrel look like it was 35 <laughs> pounds i'll get that pic to you guys I mean, it, was, it was th- it was a solid 30 pound squirrel but we we put five pounds on it the, the camera picture. does add five pounds up <laughs> sometimes um where was i you were ki- oh, slaying yeah, squirrels Yeah, with slaying Frank. the squirrels with Frank is where I got the uh, fox squirrel. 2018, started that year off right. Um, took it to Lynx because I wanted a squirrel. <clears throat> wanted the mount. And uh, then he's like, yeah, it's going to take a while and all this. And I'm like, yeah, I understand. It's it's a squirrel. You know, not everybody you got loves. got some white tails to every, take yeah, care of. Not everybody loves squirrels as much as I do. So I get it. He, People that want their Does he specialize back. in squirrel taxidermy or is it? Believe it or not, he does not. Wow. Um, yeah, I think I he specializes in whitetail. <laughs> Unreal. With uh, with the way he's running a business, I don't know if he's gonna stay open much longer. You know, I think he put squirrels up at the tippity. But uh, either way, so it's gonna take a while, and it did. Oh God, did it ever? So about eleven months. I, it took longer. Um, That's because you kept bringing him more squirrels. We're getting there. Thank you. Yes, the the following squirrel season rolls around. 
which would be heading into 2019. And uh, was this another Smatter Day? This was way back when, though. I mean, Smatter Days is kind of the new thing right now with the with the white cat. You know, that's kind of for you guys. I mean, I've always been out there doing what Smatter a, what Days. What a beautiful little gift you've given here. It's to the just white for cat you crew. guys. It's just a little nugget. Just show you guys how much I appreciate, especially you, Tom. Well, I appreciate that, Jay. It makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> do I do like your blonde friend? I do like your blonde friend, yeah. But, um, yeah, so the next squirrel season rolls around. I have yet to get that squirrel back from Lynx. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, whatever. It's it's no big deal. He told me it was going to be a while. And uh, I go out. I got this lease in uh, Cambridge Springs. Won't tell you anything more than that. And uh, it is just a bloom with squirrels, okay? It is let fly heaven, I'll tell you that much. I walked in it. When you go archery hunting, I think you send me more pictures of black squirrels than you do deer. I certainly do. I Snapchat. So you've got a little heaven of black squirrels? I do. We keep that on the hush. But, uh, yes. It's on the North Pole, not even (laughs) close to here. Not even close to here. We had, uh, it's through it's, uh, through base camp leasing. And uh, I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with that or not, but it, it's just—it's more than just Pennsylvania on that base camp uh, leasing, isn't it? I've used other leasing websites for other states. I honestly couldn't tell you if it's outside of that or not. I, oh yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, I've seen Ohio. As I you say, yeah, yeah, I looked I, at Ohio. I've definitely cause... seen Ohio. Um, but anyways, we we have a lease out in Cory that we've been on for a few years that has zero squirrels. Not one to be found. Not okay. let fly heaven. No. It's more like is, a let fly hell. Yeah. <laughs> You're living it, okay? That property is all whitetails, okay? And boy, has it turned out good this year. Boy, are they small. Yeah. I can't wait to get into that part, too. No, me either. It's going to be a long podcast. Um, so that one out there, zero squirrels. That's strictly whitetail business. And uh, this one in Cambridge Springs... Since we already have a lease through Basecamp, they send you a like a permission slip or whatever that you're allowed to go walk on a property to view it. You know, if you're already signed up through Basecamp and all that, they'll let you go walk through a property so you can take a look at it before you. That was a good one. Um, before you on the can that time. <laughs> That's I'm what they're bro. supposed to do. Yeah. Um, they'll let you go out and look at a property if you're interested in it. So. Got a hold of uh, Andrew, my cousin, who I hope ends up on here someday. I'm sure he will. Be a lot of fun. See if we can't fit him in our busy schedule right now. I it's know you guys pretty are pretty booked for the next like five years. To the rafters, I know. <laughs> Tip the a mic over. A <laughs> little bit. We're doing a quick adjustment. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Um. But he has a permission slip because he's the one that's actually like in charge of our lease out in Corey and. Uh, so he got a hold of me and my grandfather over here in Edinburgh, and he's like, yo, uh, there's this property out in Cambridge Springs. It's for two hunters only, though. Um, but he's like, I'm thinking about going out and taking a look at it. And I'm like, that's not far at all. So, like, yeah, I'm in. Like, can uh, we bring a third? He's like, yeah, we should be fine. So we took all the grandpaps out there with us as well, and we took a walk through this property because he wanted to uh, look into getting a lease for himself that was close to home. And uh, while we were walking through, it's a, it's like 60 acres, but about 45 to 50 of it is field. There is not much woods. 
Um, is it ag or anything? Like, is it just a landowner planet? Or? It, it, the first year, there was nothing in it. And then uh, I don't know who the actual landowner is anymore. I don't know who the farmer is that I've tried to run into them, and I've never been successful. So, Well, a lot of time, people's that the people that own the property aren't the ones that farm it. Right. And I, I don't know who the farmer is that's, that's planting. But uh, anyways, they had... Soybeans in it is what they had just this last year. We've only been on it for this will be our third year. And uh, anyways, when we were walking through it, taking our initial walk through the property, you know, very quick walk. You know, like, oh, wow, this is all field. I don't think this is going to be really cool. You know, like, might be able to get up on the field edge, smoke a whitetail, you know. Mm -hmm. but Or if there's corn planted in it somewhere. Right, and then it's got to be close enough, though, you know. So it's like looking at this 40-acre field and it's like eh, i don't know you know we got this little bit to hunt here let's just keep let's just walk this and see what it's about um so during our walk we get to i guess like the back half of this little 10 acre strip we see a black squirrel run up run up an oak tree jared said i'll pay for it by myself i literally said i'm in i said i don't care which one of you guys is going in with me but i'm in that was all i needed to see then i went out after that happened, it ended up being me and my grandfather um, that got on this lease, and it has it has produced. I tell you, for for a ten acre little strip of woods, um, my grandfather has got a pretty decent buck out of there. First year on it, uh, I saw a decent ten point the first year. Could not get a shot. I didn't have a tree stand up yet. I only had a ground blind, and I could just not make it happen. And um, for, for 10 acres, it has really produced. I got my first archery doe and archery buck off of that property, and uh, pretty darn cool. I'm pretty happy with it. But the squirrels, there are oak trees everywhere. There's acorns everywhere through this little 10-acre I think strip. you mean acorns? Acorns, I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yeah, there there's acorns everywhere. Um, and... Uh, so to go back to where the fox squirrel came from was over there at Whitey's property. Um, I won't tell anybody where that's at. Yeah, he can I do know that. you won't. Either way. Just laid north, down north a, of the Kentucky line. Yeah, pretty much. Somewhere over there. You know, you, you'll find it. But uh, what a what a hog that squirrel was. That fox squirrel was big. It was a, it was a good Like 30, you said, 30, 30 pounds. Pounder. You added yeah. a few in the picture. 30 but, pounder. Yeah. I mean, those things. Though, you know, that one's you on your Instagram, isn't it? That picture? I believe so. I think the one just on the log is, not with with the arm over it, like, mm. showing its true size. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. We'll be seeing him. Um, so, yeah, the fox squirrel came from there. Uh, gray and black squirrel following, rolling into that next season. I already had the fox squirrel at links. Roll into the next small games, matter it is. You know, coming around again. I'm getting jacked. And we go out, and I I believe I was Snapchatting that day. I really didn't put anything on Instagram. Were, the, when you shot the black squirrel, you were Snapchatting. No, no, no. The, uh, the gray squirrel came first. Mm. Mm. I got the gray squirrel. I believe. All I remember about the gray squirrel, <clears throat> excuse me, was that it was 8 degrees outside, something like that. My warm face, out that day. My face was frozen. I took a Snapchat that I had, like, ice hanging off my beard. And uh, that was back when you had the the long, let fly beard. I did have a pretty 
white trash beard going on for a while. But, you know, maybe we'll put a pic of that up someday. We will. Um, <laughs> we will. It was really cold. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I don't even know really what it was that, like, made me want to get up that day. I know I've killed squirrels when it was really cold before. Like, I did not enjoy it, you know, like going out there and freezing. But you got to grind. You have exactly. to. Exactly. Smatter days don't stop, you know, just because you don't want to get up and go out there. Somebody's got to Smatter days once a week, and you got to get out yeah. after it. Yeah, exactly. And we're running out of time. So there's going to be a, some Smatter Day trips coming up here in the next couple weeks. But uh, super cold. Um, I use a 22 when I shoot squirrels. And, uh, you know, we got a sharpshooter on our hands. Well, it gets boring with a shotgun. I did yeah. that for about two squirrels, and I was like, this is dumb. Waste all the meat, too. Yeah, exactly. It just everything. You, squirrels you, are delicious. They, oh, they sure are delicious. Mm. Um, that, that squirrel sure does look delicious. <laughs> Thanks, Craig. <laughs> Back to Craig for some squirrel story. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> Idiot. Um, <laughs> keep making me uh, forget where I was going with my stories here. You're uh, hunting gray squirrels. Freezing cold. Yeah, freezing cold. You walk there cold. uphill both ways. Uphill both ways, of course. Um, and it was like a sign from the gods. Okay. Like I'm walking through the field on my Cambridge spring lease and I see a squirrel out in the middle of the field. I'm like, get the, come to dad. Peek the, for daddy. Yeah. Peek for daddy. Exactly. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. What is this squirrel doing out right now? You know, like there's nothing in the field anymore. Just out digging away. And I'm like, you're done. Like, thank God. Cause it's really cold out here. And uh, I'm, I'm ready to be done with this squirrel. Um, so I put the stock on. You know, I hit the tree line, start putting the stock on. Because, believe it or not, they're shifty little bastards. And uh, they'll bust you. Just just about as easy as a deer will. Some say they have not. a nose stronger than a whitetail. And deer can't climb a tree to get away from you. Exactly. You guys think it's hard to kill a whitetail. Okay. And imagine they if they could climb. Imagine trees. if they could climb a tree. And exactly. I heard that uh, they also see in color too. So you got to be really cautious with your camo patterns. Super cautious. Okay. They're none of that old school. Well, actually, old school probably worked better than some of this crap. You with say, the don't big, you talk shit on old school with this camo? Big, uh, right? I have I got quite drop, the arsenal. But big logos. Um, <laughs> I know you too. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen I just, your jumpsuit. While we're on it, I just picked up a sweet, like. 90s or late 80s real tree bomber jacket 15 bucks that's a deal that's a deal yeah i've been watching it for a while (laughs) (laughs) like two months had to go on the buy it now price but i got it with him for a while I, now he wanted, like wanted 30, 15 he, grand. he wanted 30 bucks and i, and I says i says to the guy he's, he's standing, standing right there, right there. <laughs> i waited like two months i actually forgot about it but i was on ebay looking at other things and it came up in my watching. I'm like, this guy still hasn't sold it yet? I mean, it's been two months. And I'm like, who's not buying this? So I'm like, oh, 15 bucks, throw it in, whatever. Guy bites. So <laughs> Get that. Guess what? I got myself a bomber jacket on the way to the house as we speak. Beautiful. Can't That's wait. Fantastic. Can't so wait to take it out on a smatter day. I was going to say, you're probably going to slay whatever you're hunting in that. Plan to. <laughs> as long as I'm there, I mean... I got uh, a couple calls up my sleeve still, uh, you know, get them squirrels barking, Tommy. I know you're a Yeah, what do you do? Well, speaking of, yeah, let's go oh, on the evolution oh, okay. of squirrel calling because I remember back in the day. Oh, oh boy. I'm, I'm talking way back. Oh, gee, squirrel calling. Like, I'm talking, you know, I don't even want to give it away, but you got the idea. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, no, I you know. Can't see I know it on camera. And then there's the old, uh, you know what I mean? Yep, he knows what I mean. Why don't you just tell the story, Jared? Jared I want to go the, the evolution, you know, from monkey to man, on <laughs> squirrel calls. <laughs> monkey to man. Well, I I want to say the the very first call was just tried by mouth, you know, just. Please give you me know. the best rendition of a fox squirrel. I, I just tried there. I mean, and as you can tell, it's not uh, it's not the most effective. Though you can get them to bark on it if you're. Nope, not quite. You said bark, uh, right? Well, that's what they do. Um, with the with the mouth, I I just it, it never really worked out that good. And I was a cheap ass back in my in my younger days where I was like, I ain't paying seven dollars for a squirrel call. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> what do you How many need? cans of chew that is? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm like. What do you need a squirrel call for? You just go out and shoot them. Turns out they're they're shifty. They're uh, they can be quite challenging to shoot. They and, say uh, if you can hunt a red squirrel, you can hunt anything exactly. in the country. That's why exactly. they call them the deer of the trees. Right, chicken of the rail yard. Chicken of the rail yard. Um, they are. If if you've never been out squirrel hunting, I mean, obviously you guys don't go out as much as I do for squirrel. I no, love that's why you're hunting. on here talking. I as love the it. Small game specialist. I, I honestly look forward to small game, and it's not even like everything. I don't rabbit hunt. I really don't pheasant hunt. I used to do that way back when. Now all I do is squirrel hunt, and I honestly look forward to that every year, like almost more than deer hunting. It's it's something I cannot wait to get out and do. Um. Especially when I was trying to get them all on the wall. You know what I mean? Like, that was my, my Yeah, goal. when you have a goal in mind, like, you want to get all three of them to put right. on a mount, you know, it gives it's you like, something more to look forward to than just going out and shooting squirrels. You know, you you, you look around the, the old room of lead flying, it's like, buck, 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 buck. Where the squirrels at? Where squir- you, know, you know what I mean? It's where are like, them squirrels? Where them, where's them black squirrels? That's what I wanted. Now, are the anything. black squirrels considerably bigger? No, they're actually small. Oh, smaller yeah. than a fox yeah, squirrel. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. Nick. It's odd. You yeah, it is. Maybe the I black mean, squirrels would be a lot bigger. No, you would think. You know, that's that's stereotypical of you, but uh, <laughs> they're actually quite small. Don't believe everything you hear, kids. Um, <laughs> it's an moving on. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> moving on from that, Jared's got black squirrels all over his wall. Nope, just one. Uh, you know, a black squirrel. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's a color phase of the gray squirrel. That's right, Tommy. Okay. No correction needed. No correction needed. You're spot on. Um, but anyways, where were we with the? Uh, How you have so many bucks? No, no, no. no yeah, go, we you had a goal in mind. We were on, getting, yeah, we were looking on the calls into, too. Yeah, we, yeah, we that's exactly it. Evolution of the monkey calls. to man. Monkey to man. That's right. Started off with the old mouth call, like I said, because I was a cheap ass and I wouldn't pay seven dollars for a call. And that's then big uh, money back in the day. Yeah, and then. Uh, I started talking to my uh, my other grandfather out in Harbor Creek, the man, Pops. He is the man, the myth, the legend, Pops, okay? And this guy says, in that, in yins, all the time. And it is my favorite thing in the world to listen to. Is this you know? the same batteries guy? Yes, it is. Just batteries. batteries. <laughs> um, and he calls his wife Sweetie. He's called her Sweetie, Sweetie for, I don't know how many years they've been married now. Man, a long time. Uh, calls her sweetie. Don't ever get too old to call her sweetie, okay? Pops is living proof of that, and it I love it. I, I enjoy that, man. But uh, I started talking to him because apparently back in the day, you know, Pops has shot 80-pound squirrels back in the day, you know, when they were thick as mosquitoes. Um, 
oh yeah, you know, I, I'm big as my arm, you know. <laughs> okay, pops, how'd you do that? You know, um, well, he took this call right here. He just conveniently like had it had in his it pocket. In his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like okay, what do you got there, pops? That's how you know he's a real squirrel hunter. He's got the call in the pocket, ready at to go, all times, like just ready in to case go. somebody asks a question. So this is just a family tradition, just passed generation to generation. It of skipped just, just about squirrel. everybody else, though. Like nobody else is about it. Uh, I'm all for it. But you come from a long line of squirrel slayers. Apparently, apparently, my grand my grandfather was slaying squirrels. You know, as big as your arm, big as a man's arm back in his day. A man's man, <laughs> exactly. And uh, so I says to him, like, you know, I'm not really having a whole lot of luck with the mouth calling. You know, trying to get out there, trying to be successful. You're at trying this. to get outside, weren't you? I was trying to get out there, trying to earn it. You know what I mean? Trying to earn them squirrels. Mm-hmm. And uh, I asked him. Like, what do you got for me? Since clearly this is where it comes from, I get it from you. Um, he's like, I got this here. And he pulled out of his pocket. Pretty sure he was wearing like a red flannel jacket. Of course he was. <laughs> you know, unzipped. You know, Probably green inside. on the in- green lined. No, yeah. it, was just, it was black. It was black on the inside. But uh, it was, I, I don't even know how to describe this. It's like the squeaker out of a toy. So like a dog toy squeaker, but just the little squeaker just the little, that's inside. Like, Rip clear the toy plastic open. part that is just yeah, you squeeze it and squeak, squeak, like that's it. And can you I'm give like, us the best rendition of that one as well? I can squeak, I, squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> that's that's all squeak, you get. Squeaker, uh, squeaker. It's a friggin' squeaker. And uh, I'm like, you're joking, right? You know, like that's a dog toy squeaker, pops. What do you? This is a squirrel call, <clears throat> son. Exactly. That's what it was. It Gotta was like make do with what you got. It's like listen and watch this. And he starts, he cups it in his hand. You know, and he, it's a technique to it. I'm not going to lie to you because I was no good at it when I started. But this guy taught me how to use this dog squeaker. Cup it on your hand, you know, press it, and then let off. At the same it, time, you're like releasing yes, like the like release squeak. it off your hand, like suction to your hand, and let off the call. And it makes like a perfect squirrel call. Did like, he ever tell you how he figured that out? No clue, and I've never questioned it, okay? But I hunted squirrels like that for years. I used that. I'm pretty sure we have gone out yeah. hunting, and I've Back pulled that out of there. Back when I was in high there. school, we yes. used to do that behind yeah. the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. used it for a long time. And it and honestly it makes me really sad because I don't know where that ended up over the years. Um, oh, that you had his It was his. He gave speaker. it to me, yeah, out of his po- – and I think it's still in one of my hunting bins, believe it or not. I just have way too much hunting stuff. But you're a big time hunter for the squirrels. You know, I got so many other squirrel calls now. Different it's just, camo patterns for the season exactly, and area yeah. you're at. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, <laughs> elevation package. You know, yeah. I know have you ever tried about. the old like knocking two quarters together trick? Knocking two quarters together. You know, you hold one in between your thumb and index, and another one, and just. Tom, you're supposed to give us your to, best rendition now. Is that Since supposed you to sound up, like acorns? breaking or something no, like that or is that to, supposed to be like the, the barking of a squirrel it's supposed to be the barking of a squirrel that metal on metal i don't know i never <laughs> I, our buddy paul actually uh i don't think turned I, us on any, it. Uh, I, was say, I, I reached in my pocket no change yeah no change here I uh, do. oh next oh, time i have a nickel and a dime i don't well, think those that we those said two quarters, quarters so we're gonna improvise with two nickels okay tommy's gonna uh I'm or, gonna or nick to apparently i'm gonna nick. give him oh, a oh, no okay tommy well, i mean this was his call that's not my call. I don't want to take credit for something this good. 
I'm not really hearing a squirrel in that. I will admit, uh, our buddy Paul picked that up from one of his buddies when he was working at uh, Dick's Sporting Goods. Um, and with two quarters, I, there is a technique to make it sound pretty darn close. Yeah, that's enough. I think, I, I think we got it figured out, Tom. <laughs> yeah, it's just supposed to sound like a little chatter. A little chatter. Here's, Here's a little chatter. That's, that's, I wish chatter. I, I should have brought my squirrel call with me. I'd show you some chatter. You should have brought your mounds, too. Dude, you didn't text me quick enough, bro, okay, so I would have. Okay, to, be, time, fair, to, be, to fair. be fair, I texted you like 4 o'clock, and we didn't start recording until like Yeah, no, I was already here, bro. Some of us like to get here early. You know? <laughs> Told you I work for a living. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> I didn't me say too. work hard. I said <laughs> I work for a living. Yeah, we know. So is but, there uh, different vocalizations that a, that a vocalizations? That's what I said. Thank you. Um, explain what you mean exactly. I think he means like so for you know can, Nick, it was Tom's question. He, he asked me to. He explain. couldn't even say the word right. I said it right. <laughs> you know when you're when you're buck hunting, you got your trailing grunt, your tending grunt, you got a snort wheeze, you got a growl, you got all kinds of different noises that you okay. can use. For when you're squirrel hunting, is there just one sound? Or is there With the different cadences, different noises, or is it all just one call? I would feed him a whole line of bullshit right now. <laughs> I, you know what I wanted to, Nick? Squirrels got their feeder call. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, they're like a mallard. My call that I have, it's a night and hail. I believe that's what that one is that I use now. Um, the squirrel, the squirrel squaller. It might be. I'm not sure. It's old. It's an older call. I've had black it for has like a. Black, like a looks almost like a, almost looks like like a, a small gobble. gobble tube. Yes, with orange uh, plastic on oh, it. Oh yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. But I've used one of those in my day. Yeah, let me tell you, you you shake that sucker. That was pretty good. Them squirrels. That was go a good off, rendition. Okay? I'm gonna bring the call next time, but uh, it'll probably sound really good in the mic. Oh, oh it's yeah. gonna be real loud, so uh, I'll be sure to hold it back a little bit. Um, I'll get it right up in there. The listeners want to hear it. <laughs> they want to hear it. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna trust you on that one, Tommy. Um, but anyways, that th- that call will do. I think four different calls is what like if you actually read the instructions that come with a squirrel call. Like, I mean, every grunt tube and turkey call has the same instruct. Well, not the same instructions, but instructions for a different cadence. Right. I mean, this was just pretty much telling you how to hold it. You know what to do. Blah, blah, blah. You know, stupid. If you just go out there and you spend some time listening to squirrels, you know what to do. And uh, so it's all about just getting outside and listening to what it's, it's about what it getting is you're outside. Targeting. Exactly. It's about getting out. So you're setting out to, to hunt squirrels. That's what you're going out for. Believe it, you're probably going to see some deer while you're out there, which is always fun. But you just get yourself a 22. I mean, 17 if you're feeling fruity. Um, you really want to blow you, them yeah, apart. You, you I like to dinners. cook them before, <laughs> yeah. at, on, from the limb. I yeah. just like They like to be cooked medium rare to, by the time they hit the ground. Right. Yeah, if you're, you want to make burger out of some squirrels, take a 17. And if you're out there to uh, bird watch, take a shotgun because that's dumb. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if it gets you out there, just like I know it's been mentioned before, if it gets you out there, if you like doing it, and a shotgun's what keeps you going back to squirrel hunting. Keep doing it. Um, for me, it just got too boring. It was just you like a little bit of a challenge. Exactly. I like. I, I mean, I sighted my twenty-two in for you know like seventy-five yards or whatever. I would shoot the hell out of it. It's it expensive, uh, doesn't it? <laughs> I heard twenty-two is about a buck a shot. <laughs> yeah, they're. It's pretty expensive. So, uh, you know what lead flies about? High roller. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I have a question for you. 
Okay. I was still answering oh. your first one, but go ahead. He's just full of questions. <laughs> no, go ahead. Answer the first one. And then... No, like I was going to say, though, like the call that Nightingale has four calls, I believe. Three or four. And it's got like the distress call on it. Um, and then if you hold it and just smack the, I guess, would be that rubber end on it, like the gobble tube. You know, the top. I, don't know I don't know what you want to call that. The top. Yeah. Smack the top. I would just give it your own name. The dobble or the something. Dob- the dobbler wobbler. Yeah, the dobbler I don't know. wobbler. The dobbler yeah, wobbler, the dobbler on wobbler. The top Smack the dobbler wobbler. Patent pending. The dobbler wobbler on top of the squirrel call. You know, and it's gonna it's gonna bark. I mean, it's gonna bark Riff at you. Yeah, bikes. Yeah, it's Riff. gonna it, <laughs> bikes exactly. That sucker's gonna bark at you. Now you need to finesse them though. There ain't just we're not just. You know what I mean? We're not smacking the crap out of that thing. That's how I use a grunt tube, and it doesn't work. Exactly. <laughs> you smack a grunt tube? Smack the, uh... No, I just I just start grunting like a crazy. <laughs> I've tried smacking a grunt tube when I was out of a rattle bag. And, uh, you just or, beat it off yeah. the tree. Beat it off the tree. Beat the dickens out it? of it. I think that it was, wasn't it Stan Potts that says he smacks his uh, rattle bag off the tree first thing, just as <laughs> hard yep. as he can. Just yep. let it know who's boss. And I must have mixed challenge. up grunt tube with rattle bag. Apparently, smacking your grunt tube does nothing but break it. <laughs> Shocker. Well, now you know, folks. Now you well, know. it does not break a squirrel. Call. Don't hit your gobbler wobbler. We say my my grunt tube does not have a dobbler wobbler, so that would make sense. Is why it gobbler work. wobbler or dobbler? I was saying dobbler with a D. We're gonna go with dobbler then. Okay. Um, I think if it's a turkey wobbler. call, it's a gobbler wobbler. But for squirrels, it's a I dobbler wobbler. I love where your head's at. Yes, love so that. So squirrels dobble. Is that what squirrels you're saying? Squirrels dobble. They dobble, dobble and they bark. Dobble till you wobble, okay? <laughs> We've got it all going on here. So, yeah, I mean, you can smack the... Ugh, beat the hell out of that dobble wobble, okay? Guess what? You ain't fooling that squirrel. You're going to be way too loud. Crazy loud. I mean, it's like absurd. Oh, my okay? God. You've, like never heard, <laughs> you've never heard a squirrel bark this loud in your life, I promise you. Now... If you catch the right squirrel, I suppose, you know, just like with bucks, and you beat the dickens out of that thing. Usually it's that year and a half, but you're after mature squirrels at this point, aren't you? Only eight to nine-year-old. That's all I go for. That's when they hit that 30, 35 That's when they hit, I mean, usually. They really blow up in that, like, seventh to ninth year. You really get to see a squirrel's full potential, like seven. I mean, you give them eight, and wow. I mean, the girth on these things. The, The tail alone... Could sink a sink a small boat. Tail okay. alone's worth the trip. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're you're not gonna fool them, okay? Like if you go out there and you're just lottie don through the woods, beating the dickens out of your double wobble. Guess what? Ain't gonna happen. You get yourself your 22, like I was saying, or 17 shotgun, whatever you want. You perch yourself under a little hemlock. You find yourself something that'll give you a little cover, and you just perch. And that's all it's going to be for like 20 minutes. You're, you're probably not going to hear anything. Maybe some birds, whatever. But uh, after you give it a little bit of time to calm down, you know, because you've disturbed the woods a little bit coming in, you're just going to ever so slightly start giving her a couple a couple smacks on the dobble wobble, okay? Just real little, yeah, ex- Nick's got it going. I wish there Wolf was a camera here. here. Wolf of Wall Street going on. Oh, <laughs> Just going to ease into it. Yeah, you're going to ease into it. you got to bump those numbers up. (laughs) It's rookie numbers. And uh, you're going to ease into it and then shut up. You're going to shut your mouth. You're going to shut your dobble wobble for like another 20. So you're telling me just squeeze the dobble wobble, don't let it make another noise. I'm going to tell you to do like 
seven to ten second sequence of just some Three light, very long, slow, <laughs> slow honks. Yes. <laughs> seven to ten, just. I like that you know little I mean? that little. Uh, you gotta throw that little chatter seasoning. in there. You or gotta. Yeah, you gotta. You ain't seasoning. gonna. It's like smacking two quarters together. You know, like how you were just doing it. Click, mm-hmm. click, that was two nickels. Click, click. Oh, well, that's probably why it didn't but, work. Yeah. Otherwise, if I had quarters, we'd have squirrels on the bar. On right the bar now. right now. <laughs> um, and you're going to shut up. And usually, that's all it's going to take, honestly. I mean, if you did it right the first time, they're going to fire up. You're going to start hearing them sounding off, is what I like to call it. I don't know the exact... Sound off like the God pair. Yeah, exact. Whitey's been out there with me. And have you ever seen the pair on a mature fox world? <laughs> them 35-pounders. 28 pounds of its nuts. I've seen one of them make a birthday card a while back. It's it's very unproportional to their body. It's kind of like a sheep. I mean, have you seen like? And then they do it in a taxidermy. I swear. They, like, enlarge them things on taxidermy. It's ridiculous. I was just at the Harrisburg show. My God. Like, you I'm think they're sorry. infected. <laughs> Like, <laughs> really got off topic there. Um, we had to bring it. Somebody had to bring up <laughs> somebody how large had they to are. Talk about it. I knew it's it. it's unreal. But back um, to your after you do your seven or eight cadence oh, yeah. on the gobble wobble. That's, give it twenty minutes. Then it's they're a gonna sound off. Dobble, That's what dobble, I said. Dobbler, gobble, whatever. Um, patent pending. You're gonna want to just shut up after that. It's much like calling a deer. Where like I fully agree with you're gonna call too much. Like, that's a real thing. Now, I know squirrels are way more vocal than I've ever heard a deer be. I mean, I, I grunt very little. I'm not very good at it. I don't I claim bring to be. I a grunt tube. We've talked about that. Yeah, I've, I've listened to, to the previous podcast, and I've heard what you've said about it, and I am pretty much right there with you. I don't – I have the grunt tube. What is that, the the extinguisher? That, mm-hmm. that, that slider? Yeah, we actually, that's a wheel. I, I, I really like the shit out of that thing. I, I like it. It's a really nice grunt tube. I've just never had it like you said. I've never grunted or rattled. Yeah, I'm not saying box. it doesn't work. Oh I just, yeah, because I've heard it work for many people. I just it hasn't worked for me, and it's probably no. just because I don't have the right cadence or whatever. I just feel like it hurts me right. more than anything, so I just don't bring it. And right, and like like Tommy had said here, with all these, you got all these different kind of grunts that you do. Well, guess what? I don't know enough to know which one I'm supposed to be using and when, you know, and. If it is a deer that's super far away or anything like that, and you can't really identify how old that deer is, you know, if you go to that, you slide that sucker down, real mature buck, and you blast them with that, you might scare them away. You know what I mean? It's just, it's something I don't really like to do. I've used it to stop deer, you know, that's about I it. Like I like in the old map. I'm a big believer bap, bap. in the, in the bap, Yeah. I've stopped a turkey with a mat one time. <laughs> that's impressive. I was, I was like, Probably ten or eleven. I was hunting with my dad, and because it was before I could call. Saw it on TV. I, I was I was before I could call, and my dad was calling for me, and uh, we got this nice tom, about seven eight inch beard, coming in. I thought you were gonna say seven eight yards. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, my first turkey, I killed eleven paces. Ten year old eleven, 11 paces? paces. What does that equate to? Yards. About eight yards. About a half a mile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nautical miles. 22 miles uh, away. Get yourself a new map. <laughs> but, uh, no, so I had this turkey coming in, you know, about 10 yards. <laughs> freaking smoking. Freaking but smoking. No, <laughs> no, but uh, turkey comes in. It's, like, kind of running through the area, still looking for where the hen was. And didn't I give it the old map? And that bird did stop on a dime. 
and I gave it about a quarter second and let fly. Freaking let fly. There it is, baby. I was waiting for it. I did let, let fly a second it. time. and <laughs> Sometimes I, that's necessary. And I racked a third one. My dad said, I think he's dead. <laughs> I, he dropped on the first one, but think the that was my first done, long Doug. beard, and I – I was Wasn't excited. Getting away. He's still moving yeah. out there. We better <laughs> keep I mean, letting him fly. If you shot a turkey before, they flop a little. And I thought that meant <laughs> he was ready for running, and I, I fed it to him. <laughs> I let him have it. Feed him the lead. Yeah. No, that's that's great. I, uh, I unfortunately can't say that I've ever done that because the turkey is the one thing that still eludes me. It's your arch nemesis. It is right now. It. Uh, I actually took time off work last year. was the first time I've ever done that for turkey because like i said the whole yeah there's buck on the wall buck on the wall buck and uh like not to brag you know what i mean it's just like okay i've got the deer on the wall i've got the bucks on the wall i want a turkey i want the squirrels i want everything else you know what i mean i'm like i'm trying to fill this it's my my goal it's nice to have a little variety in your life it is you know you you look up you get tired of seeing 140s all the time you do Whitey knows what I'm talking about. I see a 150. I like with a split cheek. <laughs> with a split cheek. Shout out to catching deers. That's right, Rut. If you're out there, me and I Frank, know he's tuning in. Me and Frank oh, got to he's see Rut. In. I me heard. and Frank saw Rut Daniels. It was the line was stupid. I mean, like he, I so heard. he was parked outside of the uh, archery hall in Harrisburg. I heard he had like, a he changing was, booth. Like yeah, he did. On site. Yeah, he did. It was <laughs> it was the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> But uh, so we walked by, and literally, it was like a small stand outside the archery, but like it wasn't even in the archery hall. And the line was like blocking the archery hall. Like, oh that's how to meet Rut Daniels, and he's well, up there. What do you expect? I mean, this guy's turning out gold. It okay. was perfect because, like, we, we walk in first thing in the morning, and Bud Fisher's walking around. We come back like two hours later, and it's Team Rutt USA, <laughs> ready to go, Rut Daniels, and he's oh doing photo shoots all day long and like i wanted to stop but i swear to god the, the line had to have been 200 feet like without exaggeration yeah, there was, it was a ridiculous. lot of people. nobody give a shit about what was in that archery hall. Was, <laughs> right, Rutt daniels was is right daniels there we are here. talking the best archer that america's ever seen show right one there. gold fancy auger <laughs> don't, don't need, need it, it. <laughs> anyway boy we just uh we're, what we are get, you doing oh, oh i oh. i just we've been going for a while and <laughs> I'm ready for a smoke break. I, I guess we'll have a smoke break. I guess then. we're going to have a smoke break. I, uh, Tommy, maybe I'll get back to one of your four questions. Uh, just a quick smoke break. Just a quick smoke break. But I will warn you, I'm fixing to get fried on this smoke break. <laughs> All right, oh, Nick, lay it on us. All right, so uh, this week's smoke break, in lieu of Jared Larson being on the podcast, we're going to do a little fried squirrel action. And uh, we're all about, you know, if you're going to hunt them, you better eat them. And squirrel is delicious. That's my bumper sticker, actually. Is it? <laughs> Believe it or not, if you can hunt them, you better eat them. Yep. Thought you had yeah. a Jenny beer sticker back there. Uh, and a Moxie. Too. Moxie, that's it. Thank you. That's what I thought it was. But anyway, so squirrel are delicious. They are the chicken of the tree. Mm, boy. And they really are. There's tons of ways to do them, but for today's, we're going to do fried squirrel. So what you're going to want to do after you dress your squirrel, you know, skin them out, get them into your little your little legs on the squirrel. Those delicious little legs. The, uh, the shears work really nice for cutting off legs. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The game shears work real good. They make I'm short sure. work of a squirrel. But anyway, so what you're going to do, you're going to eat your Makes seasoned... Makes chocolate meat fall right off the bone. I like to use a seasoned flour. Um, you can season it however you want. You know, a little salt, pepper, Cajun. I That's love Cajun. That's a choice for me. <laughs> Grill one to two minutes each time. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so you, but you can use any batter, really. Um, beer you, batter. Any, yeah, beer batter or Cajun, lemon, pepper, anything Night like that. Pad. Seasoned flour of some sort. And then uh, 
I like to, I like to dip mine in eggs. Some people like to just do dry, but mm. I think dipping them in eggs gives them a nice crispy uh, effect. They're delicious that way. But anyway, so you're gonna do dip them in the eggs into the batter. If you're feeling really crazy, you're gonna go back to the egg and then back to the batter. So and two then, layers of egg, two layers of batter. Exactly. At a boy. Wow. <laughs> and then okay. Wow. We use peanut oil. Uh, if you're allergic to peanuts, uh, I would not recommend using <laughs> peanut oil. Um, Probably ruin the recipe. Yeah. Yeah. Vegetable oil. I've had some issues with vegetable oil in the past. It likes to make fire. Oil. But if you're allergic to vegetables, then you might want to go with <laughs> peanut oil. Peanut oil is a very good uh, – it's a safe choice. They actually do make a frying oil now, but I don't know what that is. But peanut oil is what I you use. Know, they got them air fryers these days. How cool would that be to just – I'm not worried about my cholesterol when I'm eating my squirrel. <laughs> All right. I'm not worried about it ever, but I'm just saying how cool would that no, I'm be. I'm sure just it could pop be. Pop it in there, put it if on low range, you know. If somebody's putting a squirrel in the air fryers, let me know. But anyway, so you're I'll gonna drop them you know. in there. My girlfriend has an air fryer. I'm sure she wouldn't mind if I brought a squirrel over and just threw it in there. So all right, well, I think you meant hair dryer, Tom. She's got both. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna try. Nick, why don't you get fried over there? Yeah, yeah. I'm getting. Fried. You were telling us about squirrels. Yeah, so you're gonna drop them in that old fryer. I like to do you know one two minutes and then rotate. Back in, well, it depends. If you're deep frying, like if you've got like an actual like deep fryer, you probably put them in there for like three, four minutes. I kind of gauge them like chicken wings. When they start to float, you know they're getting close. Um, but if you're just like in a pan, you know, pan fried, still using peanut oil, uh, one to two minutes each side, take them out. I like to score a little lemon on mine, a little mm. dusting of Cajun I as well. And my God, you pair that with anything. A beer, of course. Jenny beer. <laughs> of course. Not a Jenny like, beer. You know what? I feel like that would pair really good. On, I don't, judge me if you want. I don't care. My mind's going like split right here. It's either a Line and Google's Summer, Summer Shandy, Shandy. Mm. or oh. like an Angry Orchard. I'm, I would go with the Line and Google's. I'm, thinking I'm a big Summer, Summer Shandy guy, so. I think that would pair <laughs> very nice. Tell you guy. what, why don't? how about somebody out there cooks up a squirrel, just like Nick has told you to. And pair it with. I want a, you to drink uh, a dozen Kugels. beers with it, and you tell me which one tastes the best with it. <laughs> yes, six, six, and six. Um, let us know, okay? I think that's what somebody should do out there. If yeah. if, if somebody out there won't do it, I'll do it because it sounds sounds lovely. like we're doing it next Saturday. It's Saturdays. Um, yeah, so uh, definitely get out there, get your squirrel, fry it up. It's delicious. I'm telling you, it. I've also had it in eggs, but I'm not going to get into that because we're just frying tonight. But uh, I think it's time. I've had enough of my smoke break. Let's You're get done getting fried. fried. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, done getting fried. And uh, I think Jared is finally going to answer Tom's question. Well, which one? <laughs> um, he didn't even an- ask the second I have, one yet. I have not answered any of them completely yet. We have, we have gone we down some roads. We were at the tail end of we were, the cadences of right, the squirrels. Right. My, my squirrel call, like I said, does a few different calls. And we started going down the dobbler, wobbler. And, now, uh, so is it different when squirrels go into rut? Oh, yeah. Ever? Oh, God, yeah. You better believe it. And that time is about – it's very similar to deer, actually. You know, if the bucks are rutting, squirrels are right there with them. Okay. Love is in the air. Exactly. Cupid's Everybody wants a piece. It, it, you're letting fly, okay? You're Cupid going is in the letting woods. fly. I like Cupid it. is letting fly in the woods, in the deer woods, the squirrel woods. It doesn't matter. If you're out there, there's love in the air, okay? You are pretty much Cupid. Okay, you're gonna let that arrow go. But uh, anyways, you're going to 
do the whole seven to ten seconds or whatever, and then uh, shut up. And like I said, usually if you do it right the first time, you get the nice little consistent, and then you throw a little little jazz on it. You know the right there, and they're it's done. I'm, I'm nice. telling you, done. It's son. all ogre. It's done. Yeah, you're done. You're son. gonna hear by the time you finish that sequence, you're gonna hear that sound off. And I really wish I had my call to make this because I really just don't think I can do it with my mouth. Um, I we think you should try it. it. You don't need to try. It. Thank you, Frank. I'm not gonna. I think I'm not two gonna thirds vote says you should try it. <laughs> I think we're at fifty fifty. I think it's, it's 50-50. 50-50. Sure. the table. Um, I'll I'll get the call and I'll do it for you on that uh, next time. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Exactly. So um, that's what gets them fired up. Then that that's it. If you throw just that little bit of pizzazz in there when you're when you're barking at them. And like I said, it depends on what kind of squirrel you get, what what mood that squirrel's in. He's either gonna not do anything, which is very uh, weird. Now this is gonna sound like a dumb question, like I'm being an ass. There's no dumb questions. Let's hear it. Only dumb answers. Thank you. The only real time I squirrel hunt is when my buck hunting's getting slow. Like uh, a few arrows. I've, I've heard. I've <laughs> been uh, I've been on stand a, a few times and yeah. got Snapchats and texts from you. Uh, there's an arrow about 25 feet yeah, free. $40 broad <laughs> through a squirrel. Uh, ain't nothing but a thing. Ain't nothing but a thing. That's but, right. Uh, so what I'm getting at here is I'm very uneducated. Is there different calls for different breeds of squirrels? Like your fox to reds to grays, is there much difference? Or do you you got one squirrel call, good to go? Well, like I was saying, this this call that I have is supposed to do three or four different calls, whatever it is. You know, I don't really count the distress call because I don't ever use it. But they tell you to flip it, like use the call in reverse pretty much for a gray squirrel. Rep Daniels brought up the point about blowing, like inhaling on a grunt tube on one of his videos. I'm sure he did. He said he gets rid of the plasticky sound in your grunt tube. I swear to God, watch I'm not, I did I, watch that. I'm not saying you're lying. Like I, I'm I actually going to look that up start, as soon as we're done with I, this podcast. I'm probably going to start but, bringing my grunt tube back out. I think we should all start having them. I think well, you guys that do it every week should definitely start having a, a, just a grunt tube. And, like, I want to hear randomly. If I'm sitting at work listening to this, I just want to hear Get you, you ready know. for, like, buck season? Oh, so you're man. Just like, I mean, I'm already sitting there, you know, just fired up listening to you guys. It's it's Babies it's what we love. Yeah, exactly. Nick, Nicky Knox over there knows what's up. Oh, he dropped it. He dropped it. Oh, oh my boy. God. That, that, that was a leak right there. There's a leak in the pipes. <laughs> Why don't you just keep talking about your calling? <sighs> keep getting distracted. It's <laughs> easy to do on. Many species of Yeah. Oh, they they say that. Over. Yeah, you can instead of like whacking the crap out of the dobble wobble, you uh, you. Is that what they say? Yes. On the package. Their, their words, not mine. Letters. You you push down on the dobble wobble. Okay. We're not we're not barking. You know, just hitting the top of it. You start by pressing it in and sharply, like, releasing it. Whoa. And it's, like, a very weird bark. And they say, according to them, that is, like, a gray squirrel bark. So you you can get really so into they it. So there is different ones for this. I've never really had a difference in either one. I've shot all of them just doing just my sequel, wobbling. just double wobbling. You know, like... If you're feeling fruity, it's cool because you can almost make it sound like two different squirrels, I guess, barking at each other. That makes a lot of sense. And I've always thought about that with buck hunting too. So, like when I did use a grunt tube, um, when you're like kind of doing a cadence of, 
I try and paint that picture, and maybe that's paint my problem. Paint me a Birmingham. Yeah. Do it. Just the way it sounds. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, like, when I'm rattling, I like to – I probably look like an idiot because I, I rattling, and I've got my probably. grunt tube in my mouth, and I'm not holding it. It's just by my lips. and Bobbing me, around like a cigarette. Like, while I'm – like while I'm rattling to try and paint that picture, you know, two bucks fighting because like I've watched bucks fight and there is a little bit of grunting going on. Um, and I just wondered if there makes any difference of like, you know, if I turn my head and make it sound like the bucks come from here and then over here, I, I've, same with your squirrel calling. Not so much with the squirrels. Honestly, it's uh they're going to, they're going to sound off. They're going to let that. I really wish I could make that noise, but you can, I can't I have Tom. faith in you. You, you, you'll it know it when you hear it, okay? Because if you hear this noise, they're going to sound off like they got a pair, okay? Which I'm sure they do. Oh, they do. Uh, not for long, but they do at the time. They're going to they're gonna sound off, which is like a really crazy little... Just do it forever. I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I don't can't even describe know. it, do it. You don't have to do it. <laughs> well, he, he doesn't have I don't to. Have to do it. He doesn't have to, but the it. listeners want it. We'll take a poll, and he can do it next time. I'm gonna do it next time. We're just gonna—I'm gonna settle that right now. He'll do it now, <laughs> or we can try it now. He's gonna sound off, and you're gonna know this sound as soon as you hear it. Okay, you're—you're you're gonna know your. Wish you're the calling. listeners could hear it now. They're gonna hear it next time. Don't worry. I guess and, you're gonna uh, have to stay tuned. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're gonna know this as soon as you hear this. In my—I don't even know how many years I've been squirrel hunting now. Uh, quite a few. Wait. 35-ish, you know, I, I'd say thir- 35 is probably a fair fair number. Is it a coincidence that that's also your biggest squirrel? It's not. It's not a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you're going to know, like, by the time you're done with your calling sequence on this squirrel, you know, your 7 to 10 on your gobble wobble, it's, it's going to sound off. And you are going to get so fired up. If you're anything like me, you're going to get so fired up. And you're going to start scanning. Because in all the years that I've been squirrel hunting, I have noticed one thing. That when they make this sound, they're heading down the tree. They're, they're coming down. And they're, they're ready to get on the ground. They're investigating. Whatever that was, you got their interest with that. Or they think it's totally, you know, Everything's good. You can come down out of the tree. There's nothing here except another squirrel, obviously. Go here. It's safe. Yeah, I swear. I swear. <laughs> exactly. You, you that have, wasn't safe you, at all. You have fooled this squirrel, okay? He is nuts for believing you. And uh, he's going to come running down. You're going to hear that sound. He's going to come down the could tree. You, I mean, I'm not being an ass here either, but can you describe, is it roughly like a different bark or like it's it's the equivalent to a turkey gobble in the squirrel world i guess okay. i could it's a you you take the call and you literally shake it like like a turkey is it gobble. that really like fast yeah paced, call it like, a chatter the ch- i guess oh, it, it pretty kind much of is yeah, chatter, it's, it's like, just a bunch you heard of it in the woods when you're deer hunting yes okay so that like beep, 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 like like over. super quick like, yeah faster than i can move my lips exactly that's why we have a call don't <laughs> shake the shake the dickens out of that thing, and it's just like, you know, when you're going hard on a on a uh, long beard, you know, and uh, that I means they're they're usually coming down the tree, in my experience. So as soon as you hear that, you gotta start scanning. Like obviously, you're gonna be able to tell really quick if it's in eyesight. You know, if you hear it, two hundred yards away, forget it. You're not gonna see them coming down the tree. But uh, if you hear one. 
let's say within a hundred, you know, you're in a good spot in the woods. You can see a hundred yards. Yeah. No if problem. you're in, you know, mostly oaks, like you were talking about, it, it's not right. super thick on the ground level. Right. So yeah. So you, you, you hear this, get ready because the squirrel's coming down the tree. Um, but like I said, with the calling anyways, Tommy, it's, I think they put that in there so that you can like act like two different squirrels. As far as uh, like a trailing bark, I don't I don't think those are real things with a, the squirrel. A mating world. bark, a mating bark, uh, you know, just a good sexual chatter. I don't think that's what's it's gotta going on. Got to sound sexy. Oh, got to make it a little sexy. Foreplay chatter. <laughs> um. Yeah. Do I, they I, have a climax chatter too? You should be so lucky to hear that. Okay, it'll change it. But, uh, We're talking to the guy with the WCOPA <laughs> grand Exactly. Slam. Like, get him out of here. <laughs> um, what's, what's this guy's deal, Nick? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how he got on here. I don't know either. We can let anybody on these things. But, uh, yeah, so to answer that question, Tom, I, I don't think there's – As my old tech ed teacher would say, that was the roundabout way. To yeah, that answer. That was a very roundabout way. Hey, you guys had a smoke it. break. And you're satisfied. I have 100. No, you definitely answered the question. Oh, okay, perfect. No, I'm saying it was now. The, like I said, it was the roundabout way. We got to the end. We got the answer. I would say it was the right way. Now, Tom did say he had a second question. Well, there was also the evolution from monkey to man or whatever. Oh and my that, God, that's what it was though. Was that night and hail is where we're at at man. Okay. That is man. That's the man. The myth. Monkey was mouth. Mouth calling it. And then that intermediate where you're kind of like a tadpole was the... Uh, you have the, a tail, <laughs> two legs, not the front ones yet. You can maybe kill squirrels is with the uh, the old squeaker toy. And then you're going to graduate from that and you're going to get yourself... Yes. You're just going to gonna realize that it's not that expensive. I fully support you buying the Night and Hail squirrel call. It's worth worth its weight in gold. That's not even a sponsor. You're just... That is that good. You're just oh yeah. I form. I would stick my neck out there for that call. Like I love it. It is my favorite call. When I bought it, I bought two. Like whoa. And one for each hand. Exactly. Double wobbling. Yeah, I'm each double hand. wobbling. Don't ever do that motion again <laughs> with the fake double wobbles. It looked really bad. But uh, <laughs> yes, I I immediately just went for two of them. I was like, you know what? I'm finally gonna do this. Buy the good call. Bought two. Love them. Favorite squirrel call ever. I have not had to buy another one since. And I actually I have one of those same ones you're talking about. And, and you don't, but like I said, changer. yeah, you, it's a very nice call. I mean, I know you guys don't get out and do a whole lot of. No, small I mean, game I like definitely that, I do it a little bit, but not. I don't have a WCO PA. Exa- I mean, they don't hand those slam. things out, so give them out to just anybody. Um, so yeah, Tommy. I mean, I there's your monkey to man. And there is your different calls, I suppose. Like I said, I don't believe I'd have to do some more research on you as far as that goes. But all I know is if you go out there and you lay down a sweet Sounds ditty, like you've done your own research out in the field. I, I try have, to. That's, that's what I'm saying. You've, got, you've done your own research and found what works for you. And I think that's more important than what the old laptop says. Because exactly. Because if it works like, for you, keep yeah. going. That's actually – I think that was uh, one of our write it in pens a couple weeks ago. With, yeah, that uh, was what my dad said. Just, just if it works for you – Exactly. Keep doing it, and I right. think that's exactly what you're getting at here. Is that it, that's, I've kind of weeded through it a little bit. I've, yeah. I've gone out there. I've killed many a squirrel, and uh, delicious little bastards. They are. They really are. And like lately, I've been trying to tan them myself. Tried doing that. Uh, it worked, I suppose. 
ish. Ish. It it was a very uh, not so fun experience. Now how did you tan them? Because I've heard rumors that oh you can actually. God. Well, you can use the brain I've heard to make like a tanning oil. Yeah. Yeah. They, you they, can, that is not what Jared did. No, I should have. <laughs> Probably would have been way easier. They say there's enough brain in every animal to tan its hide. Anything. That's really? what they say. Yeah. That's what they say. If you look up tan and stuff, there should be enough brain in any animal to tan its hide. That's a really cool concept. That's the first I've heard that. I've heard that you can use the brain they, to tan There tan should them. be enough to do their hide with their brain. That's what they say. I've never tried it. but I think I'm going to now because that's a really cool concept that like that's their brain say. is a direct correlation to. Well, you think back back in the olden days when they were doing it, they didn't have a. They just went to the trading post. Yeah, they didn't have borax, borax twenty mule team or whatever like I used. Okay. Um, Found out salt does not work. Tried that on turkey. Salt will one time. dry them very well, but it does not turn them into leather. It, no. it won't do it. Um, so what did you do? I used the borax. Borax. The no, what did borax? you start with? What did I say? Eggs. With? Oh yes, I did. Is this a home oh, remedy that yes. you made up yourself, or no. you, is there research involved? I, there, <laughs> I guess you can call it research. I looked up. There was a YouTube video. There was a YouTube video, and uh, I had never you can damn near get hide. a college degree on YouTube and, uh, anymore. That's what I thought. But boy, not was, in squirrel panic. Boy, was I wrong. Um. Yeah. So I looked up. I was once again. I'm a cheap ass. And I was like, how can I tan this squirrel for, like, zero dollars? He like, called me and asked how much it was <laughs> to send one to USA Fox and Fur. And I was like, yeah, yeah it probably cost, you know, you got to pay to ship it. And they have different prices for different animals. And he's like, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Just going to get a carton of eggs for 84 cents. And uh, <laughs> do this must damn self. So, uh, so while you bring up the eggs, this is totally off topic. One time, Of I, course it is. I was at a supermarket one time, and I had, like, a gallon of milk I was getting. Like, on my way home from work. And this lady in front of me had a, a expired coupon that, like, if you bought eggs with some, like, Bob Evans sausage, you got the eggs for 99 cents. That's a deal. Now, the eggs normally are, like, a buck twenty-five, And I swear to God, I can't – because I started record – like, I pull out the stopwatch on my phone because it was getting that ridiculous. Once I, once I decided this is ridiculous, I better start timing this. I've had enough. I hit seven minutes. So, that, I mean, there was several minutes before that, before I rendered that this was ridiculous enough to time it. Of her arguing about, I don't care when it expires. I have it here. It's here. It's not expired. It's here. It still has a barcode. You can get the eggs for 99 cents. I was this close to giving her my old George Washington out of my pocket and just get her the hell out of my way. I'm like, And then, like, she's, like, apologizing. I'm so sorry. I'm like, yep. Yeah, not in a are hurry. Are like, not at all. Clearly, you're <laughs> sorry. You're acting like a fool up there. But anyways, that was uh, that was that little short tidbit. Thank you. <laughs> we really appreciate your stories, Nick. Yeah. What, what got us off track? The eggs. That's what it, it was. was. The yeah. eggs. You picked up. So yes, I yes, I cut a hold of. Jeez, I was. Oh, dude, a I nickel was, off. I was pinching pennies. Okay, like how can I make this into the nicest leather anybody's ever seen and not, not spend, spend a dime? Money. And I damn near did it. Like, I I spent a couple quarters on some eggs, but. Uh, so you borax and eggs? Is that what we're getting at? It started with it just started, eggs. It started with just. This was a nightmare. Okay, well, this there was is a learning, little bit uh, of chicken brain in. Eggs. Not enough, apparently. But the problem is, you're using a chicken brain to do a squirrel. For a squirrel the and hides you have don't to use match the chicken up. Brain. Brains don't work. It just you can't. It's cross contamination. 
Cross-mogination. Exactly. And uh didn't work. So I get the eggs. I watch this video. And the guy made it seem super easy, of course. And uh, so I'm like, yep. Fire up the old Ferd. Head up to Walmart and uh, get some eggs. And then what I'm size like, eggs? Extra large. Double A. Probably. Brown Whatever's or white? cheaper. Whatever. White, obviously. And uh, you're not eating them. You're tanning hides with them. Yeah. White. Well, white is You red. were saying you wanted the best hide. I didn't know if there guy, was a difference. The guy in the video used white. He used so white and you went with white. The eggs the I'm eggs looking for is a white. White? Um, <laughs> yes. So that's what I, I bought. What, what white? And, uh, yeah. So I watched the video like four times. I'm like, there's there's no way I can screw this up. He's literally just putting eggs and he's working it into this hide. Like, for hours. Like, I knew this was going to take a while. But apparently the finished product was like, a bit of all right. You know what I mean? He cut the video and, like, sent it out to a tannery, he brought it back. Like, so I just rubbed have. eggs over this for three hours. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what happened. He's like, well, we've got the eggs on them, and uh, poof, here's your leather. And uh, guess what? It <laughs> not a very good poofer. It didn't work like that. I, I rubbed egg yolks into this squirrel. Oh, so you have to separate the whites from the yolks? I cracked them all in there and just kind of That's probably them, a problem. You, you're supposed to just use the yolk. And apparently. you use the egg whites? No. Oh no. Are you. Can I finish one damn story? Probably <laughs> not. Finish. Probably not. I spent four hours, I'd have to say, rubbing egg yolks into the squirrel. One squirrel. How many fingers do you use to massage a squirrel's hide? All of them. Just really work it in there? Oh, no. Like, I mean, you're stretching the hell out of this thing and you're supposed to really work it into it and then somehow by some squirrel ass magic it's supposed to turn it into leather guess what like over the course of four hours it's supposed to become leather like you're gonna work the eggs until you're pretty much out of eggs they're gonna dry up you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like the yolks are gonna just crumble away how many eggs oof i'd have to go back and check Check tape on that one for you. And I'm sure nobody's writing this down because clearly. Well, this it didn't is clearly work. not a write it and pen yeah. moment, anyways. So we're gonna get to that later. Maybe. Oh, it's happening. If, if we get there, sometime this this decade. But <laughs> it's the fresh start of the decade. Yeah, exactly. So we got a lot of time. Um, I don't remember how many eggs it was. It was a lot. I remember that because I was like, like a dozen or. I think it was a full dozen at least. Wow. Yeah, it was a lot of egg yolks. And uh, what'd you do with all the whites? them down a drain i don't know what i did with them <laughs> i wasn't concerned with the whites um so I, I i fire up like i don't know netflix or something stupid or the radio i don't even know what i was doing but i was like i got like four hours apparently i gotta kill so like let's make this happen so i did it and uh all it did was the yolks got dry started crumbling up falling off of it and it stained the squirrel yellow could be some rare like color phase needless to say i was not very happy um <laughs> fool me once and they did okay jared's like maybe i didn't rub long yeah. enough let me just grab another squirrel let me grab a bunch more eggs and uh <laughs> glad you liked that tom i was pretty uh See, this upset. is the first i'm hearing of this story oh yeah no i didn't go out telling everybody there's trial and error baby i, was, I think i was secrets. the only me and my dad were the only ones that knew uh-huh and they kept well, the secret you're, you're like they were supposed to. Yeah, Uncle Frank has tanned many hide in his day. And he had never heard about the egg. Should have been a big red flag, I know. 
but uh, you probably talked to him after you turned your squirrel yellow. No, he talked to no, him before, yeah. but he was like, "Yeah, I never heard of that, but you're, let me know how it goes." Yeah, that's exactly what he's that's exactly. Like, your dad would goes. do that too. Your dad's very good at like if he's never tried it, he's Being not going to tell dick. you it's not going to work. He's going to let you try it and yeah, tell you him go, that it's not going to work. Go ahead and waste that dozen eggs. <laughs> All 94 works. cents of them. <laughs> um, Unless you buy Bob Evans sausage with it a month before you got the coupon. We're not going down that road. Coupons. But, um, yeah, so it stained it, I mean, yellow. Are you um, talking the fur or like the hide? Well, no, I did hide. it with I did it with hair on though, so there was it was a mess. Let's just leave it at that, okay? You've got a squirrel covered with in all egg. its hair. It's like making squirrel French toast. If if that puts it, <laughs> if that can paint a picture, put a little bit of anybody. cinnamon, nutmeg on it, and you're ready to pour just some imagine on you've it. got yourself a squirrel laid out, you know, all nice, and you're hide out fur in. Thank you. Yes, thank you for clearing that up. Oh, so you socked them? I socked them. This. You know, I know everybody here can't see it. Oh, that's the it, one right there? No, that's what I was trying to – this is what I was trying to achieve. Um, clearly, That's an egg yolk tan right there. That is that is not an egg yolk. Maybe it was brown eggs. Maybe that's where I screwed up. But, we're uh, we're going to coin that as a yolk tan. <laughs> yolk tan Um Yolk tan That would be my new hunting name. Yolk tan <laughs> That's going to be a thing. I love it. Trademark. That is yeah, Hashtag yolk tan Hashtag yolk tan Hit me up. Um no longer let fly. <laughs> we're, we're dropping that right now. How you Never. doing? Yoke Tandem here. Yoke Tandem here. <laughs> I love that. Um, it, it just didn't work out like that. I had myself, like I said, like squirrel French toast. Uh, just dried up egg yolks. Four hours of my life wasted. I don't even think the show I was watching on Netflix was any good. And uh, that was just a bummer. I was like, I ran out of eggs. I made a friggin mess like everywhere like now did you just start, like on the coffee table or something or did you at least pull out a tray no, i was down in my room and i had like a bit because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like where am i gonna sit for four hours to do this you know like i don't I, know what to do with my exactly, hands exactly like and i'm like once i delve into this it's gonna be a mess like i need to be where people can't see me so, so <laughs> don't like, want to look like a complete yeah i'm fool like i'm to gonna everybody. go figure this I don't out know why i didn't think of this earlier okay, okay. <laughs> I, yes so I've I've got the egg yolks on the squirrel He's, for Uncle hours. Uncle Frank, this is Jerry with the pretty boy smile <laughs> and the egg yolks. I need you to do something. <laughs> it's a dentist emergency. But uh, yeah, it did not work. Um, if if anybody out there was thinking about tanning a squirrel, don't use eggs. Um, and I'm report gonna... the guy that made the video. <laughs> Get you that can go guy ahead off and report. there. It's I mean, ridiculous. if he's out there listening, oh. And uh, if he's out there somehow getting wind of this, he's hey, probably tuned in right now. If he's tuned, to, I, it wouldn't surprise me. But uh, if I did something wrong, this podcast is the best thing since yoke tanning. <laughs> I believe you're right. If he's if he's out there listening to this and he's uh, you know getting all fired up listening to it, I'm, I'm knocking him. I'm not knocking him. Maybe your Nicky Knox is. That's for Nicky sure. Nicky Knox is in the house. Um, I I couldn't make it happen. The eggs just, it's a no for me, dog. Um, didn't didn't work. Uh, so I would. So how did you end up tanning them? Well, once I uh, so washed the eggs it? back <laughs> off. <laughs> okay. <that's... laughs> so this, this tan's been After good. After I marinated the hide. <laughs> the French toast is nine hours <laughs> old now. Um, yeah, so we're working with some real fresh content. I mean, the egg yolks, I, I will, in defense for the egg yolks, it kept it really pliable, I guess. Really like, yolky. Yes. It didn't like turn into 
cement. You know what I mean? Like it didn't get, get real rocked. stiff. Yeah, it, it stayed pretty. Was that malleable? Is that what I want to yeah, say? Malleable or is like pliable. Can... Pliable, whatever it is. Like it was pliable. Malleable is talking about like smacking out of metal. Whatever. I'm a, I'm a machinist. Um, <laughs> that's how my mind works. Truck driver. Truck driver. <laughs> um. So, anyways, yeah, I could still work the hide. And uh, did you flip it over and reverse it? I tried. Um, actually, that was the only time I was able to, like, undo the sock. Did that go put... right over your head? That went over everybody's head. You said, let me work it, and I was like, did you flip it over and reverse it? Oh, and now I have one, to explain dude. it. <laughs> it's not nearly as funny. I don't think anybody laughed, but... Nope. Uh, <laughs> not a single I, I don't even get it. You don't, don't, you don't understand the reference? We're just going to move pop, right by it. pop song. Yeah, no, yeah, we pop. got it now that you've explained it, but you see, like, nobody... I... I still don't get it. There's going to be somebody out there that's going to be like, that was funny, and I don't know why they didn't laugh. Zero people. Literally none. Anyways. Borax was the next step. Yes, I had to get all the egg yolk now off So you marinated the the hide. Yes. It's had time. Let it breathe. Didn't turn into leather. A little upset. So. What? No, I... I was going to say something stupid again, but I think I'm just going to let you continue Thank for you. a yeah, while. <laughs> Can you finish one damn story? Why don't you let me handle that? I'll say something stupid. But You've uh, already been talking about tanning a hide with yolks for 20 minutes. Bet money. I mean, had I not just said don't do it, somebody out there would have tried tanning with, with egg yolks. I guarantee it. But I'm going to tell you right now, don't waste your time and or money. Um, start with borax. Start with the borax. This This process took some doing. But it did work, and now it's, like, when you think of leather, you know, smooth and nice and, like, yeah, no, that's not what I got out of this. I don't know if the egg yolks ruined it, all the excessive working for four hours on the on the hide, but I washed all the egg yolks off of it and, uh, like, pretty much restarted. I just, I started over with this. Everybody gets one redo, and uh, I used it that day. Washed it up, got it all spick and spam again you know ready to start like oh i just killed the squirrel we threw it back <laughs> I in the just <laughs> took this off <laughs> the redo. yeah i just took this thing off today and uh got the salt out i dried it a little bit again and then i it's a mixture once again i'd have to go back and like check notes on this check tape check tape on it because it's been a year since i've tried to do it but uh you mix this borax 20 meal team I don't even know what the hell it is, really. It's a laundry detergent. That's what I thought, but I don't want to sound that stupid. We use it, too, for mainly turkey fans uh, and oh, turkey okay. beards okay. and turkey feet. Just drying? Yep. Yeah, you just stick See, it in See, I just use salt for that. Like, if I did See, a squirrel tail back in the day. See, I've had really bad luck with squirrel. Or, I mean, not squirrel. I've had really bad luck with, with salt. salt. Really? On turkey fans, yeah, it literally just rotted. Oh, wow. Um, I've never had that happen. every time dries them right out. And I don't know if there's, like, a cleaning. I mean, it's a laundry detergent, so I'm sure right. there's some sort of cleaning agent involved. Um, that works with it um, but I also use and this is way off topic but I use borax as a flux when forging as well um, another cleaning agent mm-hmm. so it like basically there's a I don't know exactly it like melts and then like I don't know what the the scientific term is but it pulls the uh Extracts, extracts the dis- very the discontinuities or the dirt or whatever out of the material before it welds. But yeah, I've never had good luck with salt though. 
Um, That's a pinch of chew. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for that. I thought Nick was going to talk for a little bit longer. No, we're just going to make it awkward for you. That's fine. It's your podcast. <laughs> Take your time putting that chew in. Um, that's uh, pretty weird because I use salt all the time. I think your problem is you put one batch of salt on it and then leave it for it to rot. You okay, gotta, you, you gotta... you're talking to me like I did it, but you're the one that did it with mine, yours, <laughs> and Joe's uh, turkey fan on our uh, trip to Morrison where Frank decided not to come turkey hunting. And, and we you want to know where my fan is? Hung up on the wall. Yeah, mine's not. Yeah, because you didn't take the salt off after it absorbed all the fat and oils mm. and then reapply new salt. Mm. If you're going to use salt... Once it fills with liquid, you gotta scrape the salt off, apply new salt, and it'll turn out just fine. I'm glad yeah, we got wise, that wise out. words from Tom Soboleski. Yeah, I, I love it. I I've used salt a lot though, and like on yeah, I've never time. had a problem with it. Mm-mm. As long as you're, you'll see it'll get like it'll look wet. You scrape mm-hmm. it off, put some new salt on there. Yep. Yeah, like almost sticks. You know, it'll stick to it a little bit, and you just yeah. give that a little freshener upper. Yep. And uh, kind of like you know, after you're had a chew in for 35 minutes or so, you just hour. stack a new one on there, add a little bit more for a little bit of flavor. You, you're That's good right. to go. Savor the flavor. <sighs> Shit ain't cheap these days. Well, sure ain't. Uh, yeah, Back when I started, I buy two cans for a penny. This, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that what you do? Is that what it was? That um, ain't the case anymore. I have uh, some school. Cool, I don't know why they call it cool spearmint these days, but. Uh, Decided, you know, it's a special day doing a podcast, first one ever. So you I earned went, it. went with the, uh, yeah, I'm getting out there and I'm earning it, Frank. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I figured, you know, I'd go with the high dollar chew and uh, never again. Because uh, I bought that and like a Red Bull and a thermos of coffee this morning. The thermos is like 78 cents. Uh, the Red Bull, actually, I bought three because they're three for five. Can't three, go wrong. Three for five, so we're looking at under six dollars still. And then I uh, can a school spearmint, please. It'll be eighteen. Yeah, exactly. Like I extended a twenty, and then I had to go back for more. And I'm like, yeah, this is why I'm gonna quit. Um, quit, quit tomorrow. Yeah. If you're out there listening and you're chewing, my advice is to quit for sure. It sucks. It's it's just expensive. But. Uh, where were we before Nick just went way off topic? And uh, I was about to ask my second question. Mm. Jesus Christ, you st- that was a while back there. Yeah, how but many how many questions do you have? This is it. This oh, is it right wow. here. Wow. Okay. Good. So we're gonna we're gonna backtrack a little bit. This was supposed Best that to you, you know refer to the beginning. It's not back a good to idea. The end. Back to tell the story. This was supposed to like roll in to with the turkey call or not turkey calling the squirrel calling. Get it right. Squirrel calling on Smatter Days. But we we discussed it a little bit. But my question was, when you hear that sound off and them squirrels come barreling down the tree and running in on a string, and I've I've seen them. They are shifty. And I wouldn't lie to you, Tom. Yeah, they are shifty little buggers. And my question is, do you give the squirrels a map to stop them before you give the squeeze on them? I'd be lying to you <laughs> if I said I hadn't done it once or twice. It's I don't do the map. I do the bap bap. Um, 
just because it's a squirrel, it'll, you could spit on the ground and it would stop and have a listen. But uh, what is the name of that movie on Netflix? The, the Greatest Hunting Story Ever no, no, Told no, or something? No, no, no. That's with Catching Deers on YouTube, Tom. <laughs> I know it's really – no, with uh, – what is his name? James or James Brolin or Josh No, that's Brolin? the most famous hunting Brolin, story. Brolin, yeah. Josh or James? Is it Josh? I think it's Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin with the, like, Legend of a White-Tailed Deer Hunter, something like that. It's on Netflix. Oh my God! If you haven't watched it, do it tonight. That's a guy that takes his son out hunting, and they go camping and shoot that monster. Well, try that to big, shoot that big yeah. non-typical. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right. I know the one. Yeah, and he when he's stopping all the animals at the very beginning, he bam, bam, you know that's the, that's what I like to do out there. It's it's really dumb, but guess what? There's nobody else there to hear it, <laughs> so uh, I let it fly. And you've had success stopping squirrels with it. Oh bam, my, bam. oh my God! In in my days, you know, recently. I've, I've done it all with the squirrels, except for the albino and the white. Could you clarify the difference between an albino and a white? You know, I'm I, a little confused. I looked to be into it. Right now. I looked into it a little bit myself because I uh, I actually looked up where you could where I could take a trip. I was prepared to spend thousand dollars, like if need be, to take a trip. And I tried to get my cousin Andrew. Hopefully, we can get him on here someday. I, uh, I tried to get him to go on a trip to, uh, it was actually in Missouri, where apparently that is the most, like, populated area with albino squirrels. I think it was albino, not white. They were albino squirrels. Must be something in the water. I think it is something they put in the water. Something about the acorns down there. But, uh. Maybe they only eat white acorns. <laughs> maybe. Of them white perch trees. And, uh. So yeah, nobody wanted to go, obviously, because nobody's just into the squirrel hunting like I am. So you're just a squirrel animal, and people just aren't into it like you are. I, I wanted to do it. I'll get back to the black squirrel, how I showed him off in a minute. But uh, I wanted to go take a trip, and then I started doing some research on him a little bit more. Like, okay, I've, I've identified where I can find this genus, and... <laughs> And I'm like, I'm gonna go kill it. Like, I don't, I don't care. I'm gonna have it on the wall. It's gonna be good. You know, I'm gonna have them all. And uh, then it's like, no, Missouri is like, uh, you're not gonna shoot our white squirrels or albino squirrels. Apparently, that like you can get a big fine for even like hitting them with your car. Um, it's there on the internet. I don't know how true it is, but everything, everything on the internet you see is true. Exactly. So it's got to be true. Um, Was that like on their DNR website that it's illegal? I don't even know what what rabbit hole I went down um, to get to that page. It was just like, don't do it. Just started Google and stuff and ended up on a page. That I, said, I literally typed in like, where can I shoot albino squirrels or white squirrels? Like, where can I do that? Where is it legal to do that? And it was like, they're in Missouri, but don't do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it gives you a map. You know, it's like it's called entrapment. Get yourself a new map. <laughs> um, it's called entrapment. And uh, they're like, yeah, there's a ton of them here. Actually, too many. But don't you dare shoot them. And uh, so that's like where that ended. Because we're going to go back to the be very beginning. If everybody remembers this podcast started, I don't know, four hours ago. But. Uh, Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, hour and 27 minutes ago and 19, 20, 21, okay. 22 that's seconds. Enough. That's enough. But. Uh, I took the squirrel to Lynx out in Albion, and he has from, uh, like, the 70s, I think he said it, his old man shot it. Um, 
it's not a true white squirrel. It's not an albino squirrel. But it is a fox squirrel that has a ton of white through it. It's like it's almost like a piebald squirrel. It is very, very cool. And like from that day when he showed me that, I talked to him for like a half an hour about it. And uh, he told me like where he shot it, but obviously or where his old his old man shot it, and it was years ago. And I'm like, okay, well that's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. So now I want one. So when I go out squirrel hunting now, I'm very picky. I guess you would say I. As stupid as this sounds, I pass on squirrels all the time. No, I, mean, I, I let I mean, them walk. Okay, it's the like, same as you know somebody that's a seasoned deer hunter. They let bucks pass. Exactly. Like when you, you kill tons you, of squirrels, you got a, and. When I you mean, can lay down that sweet ditty and you can get a squirrel to come bounding by you five, six yards away and you could easily dust them, but you pull that scope up if need be, you know, because you really want to look for detail at that point. If you're using that twenty two, mind you, there, it's got to be different now. Like when I go for a squirrel, it cannot be a just red squirrel or black squirrel, gray squirrel. It's got to have something unique about it. Like it's got to have different coloring through it, something. And... Um, it is very hard to find that apparently. When you told me about that squirrel you saw at Lynx, I had one back right behind the house. Mm-hmm. It, it was probably ten years ago now. I was yep. back there archery hunting during deer season, and I saw it was a fox squirrel came running by, and it had a huge strip of mm-hmm. white from head to the tip of its tail, you know, about an inch wide all the way down it. Might have been a skunk. <laughs> it may have been. <laughs> well, speaking of that, actually. Here we go. Well, on, well, no, this is. It's. I mean, it's. Yeah, a I'm sure bit of it's a legitimate. Track, yeah. But I got a skunk one time that I thought was albino, and crazy. I've got an albino skunk story of my own. So yeah, uh, well, well, this one was. That. It's. It was a. Uh, it's not an albino. It, I thought it was, but turns out like you know, skunks all black except for that white strip across its back. Well, this skunk when I shot it, it looked completely white, and I was like, oh my god, like. I got a full albino skunk. Oh, my God. This is going to be crazy. And then when I found it, it was like a regular skunk. (laughs) (laughs) No. no. It was like all white except there was like a strip of black on its belly. It was like a reverse Mm. skunk. Mm. It did not look like Pepe Le Pew at all. (laughs) It smelled just like a regular skunk. Oh, I bet it did. Um, Real quick, my story. I'm sure when Andy listens to this, he'll be laughing his ass off. Is Andy a listener of the podcast? Oh yeah, Andy's Andy's a supporter in what you good guys to, are doing good here. Good to hear. Oh, he he enjoys them, um, as do I, and that's why I'm super pumped to be on here. But uh, we, <laughs> this was back. I I used to be such a cheap ass. I don't know why. They they were on this lease out there in Corey. My family, like my cousin, my dad, my uncle, they were all on it for a year or two before I was on it. Because I didn't want to pay the money for it. And it, like, so stupid. But uh, that year that, like, they were all on that lease and I wasn't, I tried doing some game lands hunting again. Because we were really good at hunting the game lands out on uh, PA New York State Line. You know, uh, Wattsburg Road yeah, and I've, State I've Line Road. dabbled it's, in those areas with and you. And now that's literally, like, between my lease and your guys' property and climber. Like, that that road. Like, State Line Road is pretty We're talking much, headquarters of White Cat Outdoors. Exactly. HQ. Um, I did a lot of hunting there, like growing up was out on game lands. Um, cause we never had leases. Nobody, nobody, that wasn't a real thing when I grew up. And, uh, 
now we have them and everything, and it's awesome. But they were on this lease. I didn't, you know, we abide by the rules. You know, it's like, oh, it's family. We're not going to, we can't let you come out here, though. You know what I mean? Like, you're family, and we love you, but we pay too much money for this lease. And if they get caught sneaking somebody onto it, it ruins it for everybody. You know, so it's like it's not even close to being worth it. So don't don't even try it. But uh, so Andy went out with me to, uh, oof, what was the name of that road? It'll come to me. But you don't want to give that. Yeah, directive that, of detail. That used away. to be, that's where the squirrel hunting really started was on that road actually. I spent a we'll lot just of call time it that in there road then. On the camps roads. It was base camp road pretty out much. of that town. And uh some county. Me and my other cousin Mitch, we have slain I don't know how many squirrel out of them woods and it's it's basically it spots tapped, okay? Yeah. You go in there now, good luck finding a squirrel. We 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 ended that. But uh we go in there because I need a spot for opening day of rifle. Like when I first started rifle hunting, it was or just hunting. It was, I was a rifle hunter. You know, it sucks to say it, but I never was into the archery. Like when I grew well, up, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it, it's something it's I not was, where I'm at, but I mean, I grew up with my, my old man didn't archery hunt. Nothing like that. Like my cousins were the only two people like in our family that archery hunted. So yeah, it was, like, I love the tradition of rifle hunting. Mm-hmm. I'm way more into archery. And I could like I really try and fill my tag in archery season, but the tradition of rifle hunting, you know, like the right. hunting camp, right? Buck stories, watching you know. Escanaba into moonlight the yeah. night before. Oh, we were oh, big man. on watching the Incomplete Deer Hunter with, hey. Je- with Jeff Foxworthy. That was, but, I mean, you just the hunting. Tra- you don't mess with traditions, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, y- yeah, so like I grew up. With the, it was just all rifle, so I really look forward to opening day of rifle. Not gonna lie, like archery, I love it. I'm so glad we I do it now, but it was always rifle. Like that was the big thing. My old man would get fired up. You know, everybody got fired up for opening day of rifle. Oh, of course, Orange Army baby. <laughs> and, Hell yeah, uh, yeah. I was part we, of. That. I think we celebrated opening day in New York pretty darn we well. We sure did. We celebrated. We did. There was a lot <laughs> of celebrating. It was a good old time, a little bit wasn't of hunting. it, man? That was uh, that was a blast. What a weekend! Thirty-eight seconds or so of on stand time, but uh, you know you didn't it all give your feet out. a chance to get cold. No, God no. And I mean, I could have smoked a doe, but I didn't go there for a doe. We went for for antlers. But Frank uh, was smoking monster bucks. Yeah, unfortunately, you actually got to do it. Whitey just uh, yeah, you there she it? is, right, right here, there. It's right at the right table. There. And uh, wow, I, I'm glad I was part of that. Not gonna lie, but it was uh, a good time. We had fun. So, anyways, yeah, they're on this lease. I need a spot for opening day because it's like, okay, you guys, cool. You're not going to let me hunt on your property? That's whatever. thought we was fan. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm I get not going to pay for it. <laughs> exactly. I just to hunt it for free. Jesus. Like, yeah, it's me. So, why? Um, you should be paying me <laughs> to come hunt your property. <laughs> exactly. Like, for promotional reasons. Yeah. If anybody's going to shoot 140, it ought to be me. But, uh, so Andy goes out there on the camps roads with me, and we go into the old squirrel woods, and uh, we did some scouting around and just found a nice little bottleneck. And uh, I'm like, you know what? This is it. So me and Andy spent, I don't know how long, you know, cleaning this spot. It was like two fallen down pines, like big-ass pines, like laying like a 
X almost, you know, like they fell on top of each other. And so it was really nice and like hid your lower body, which was cool. And uh, we just kind of brushed it in, cleared some lanes out and stuff. And I'm like, this is where I'm going opening day. You know, like this was like three days before, you know, like coming down to well prepared early on. Yeah, like we're all about being prepared. But uh, so opening day rolls around. I was like, it's public land. So I'm like, I got to get out there early because if I don't, somebody's going to be shining me with a flashlight and I'm not having it. I have almost fought people for shining me with a flashlight in the woods before Turkey Woods. That's another story on its own. But uh, part two of the Lead Fly oh, podcast. I could I could talk to you guys forever about hunting stories, but so I'm going in. I, <laughs> I don't I don't know what sunrise is during uh, rifle, what legal shooting hours. But I got to uh, I pulled up, parked my truck. I look at my clock. It's about three thirty. I'd say you were pretty early. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's a little not... bit away from shooting hours. I'm now like, I don't remember the year that you were doing this, but Ooh, about it's... six years ago. Yeah, it, that it hasn't changed that much though. Yeah, I mean, like, it varies so, year to year, but I think not minutes. that much. Anyway, so I'm like, well, good news is I beat everybody here. There is not a single car anywhere. People are sleeping still for opening day, and I'm like, I'm gonna go get in the woods. And it was raining, and it was a shitty opening day. I remember that. I was like. This really sucks. It's a good thing you got there at 3.30. Yeah. I sat in my truck for a little bit, but then Five I was minutes. like... Eh, better exactly. head out there. It's exactly. getting late. Better get out to my state. Exactly. I don't know where my head was at, but I'm like, it's time. <laughs> like, let's get our It's going to be light in eight hours. I better get out there. <laughs> Pretty much. So I'm walking in. It had to be no later than 4 a.m., like walking into the woods. And we, had only, we were just there three days ago or whatever, but now it is raining... And I've got dark. It, yes, I've got gear everywhere. I've got rifle, chair, backpack. I think I had like a cooler or something. Cause so I was you had a packed lunch. I mean, uh, you, oh yeah, opening I was, day. It's I was going for all day. You know what I mean? Like I was planning on sitting here. Probably all brought day. enough sandwiches to last you till nine. To the next day, you know. And uh, I'm walking in. I get oh god, forty yards off the road, maybe fifty. And I'm shining my light. That's another thing. So, you know, I got everything in my hands, and then I got a flashlight. And I'm shining it like one of them cheapo little two-inch long LEDs that are supposed to be awesome, but they suck. And I'm shining it, kind of like trying to figure out where I'm at in these woods because I've never walked in in the pitch black like, raining. Yeah that, yeah, that was a tree. And that one over there, that's <laughs> right. a, oh, another tree. Yeah, that tree looks familiar right there. Um, so I'm walking like where I think I'm supposed to be going. Obviously, sunrise is not an option to help me out where I'm at. And uh, I catch this, these eye shines. You know, and I'm like, there's no way that was a deer. Like, it was way too small. I'm like, maybe it's a rabbit. You know, maybe it's a squirrel. Who knows? But uh, it very soon made itself clear what it was. It was a skunk. And I'm packed, okay? My hands are full. I've got things hanging off of every shoulder, rifle on my shoulder. It's raining. <laughs> I'm not having fun. I'm like, that's an effing skunk. And I just sit there. This thing is probably 30 yards away from me at this point. And I'm like, maybe he'll just leave. And that'd be really cool. Nope. Maybe he'll just come right towards me. And sure, sure as shitzel. 
he starts coming for me. Okay, now I don't want to say I got charged by a skunk, but I got charged by a He's skunk. He's coming right for us. Exactly, and the gun was not an option. First of all, it's opening morning of rifle. I'm not going to discharge my firearm at 4 a.m. Doesn't look good. Um, We've all been there. <laughs> you hear those guys when that gun goes off way before daylight, and you're like, okay. No, I, I don't know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> We'll leave yeah. that as it may. But I'm like, oh, shit. What do I do in this situation? So I start backing up because guess what? I'm not about to get sprayed with no damn skunk opening Good cover day. scent, though. Nope. I'd rather not. Only for hardcore, guys. If you're not that hardcore, I get it. Guess what? Not, I was aren't. not that hardcore at the time in my life. Still not. Still not, yeah, for the record. Um. Yeah, oh, yeah, it charged me big time. So I'm backpedaling like a son of a bitch i'm almost back to the road at this point and uh like, keys are in the ignition <laughs> i'm almost home this thing almost drove me right out i'm like i need to right where he's at i need to go just let me just squeeze by you mm-hmm. and he was relentless he just kept coming for me and i finally got to the point where i yelled <laughs> go on get i backed into a tree and i'm like i'm screwed this is it still 30 yards and closing this thing is coming for me I back, I hit a tree, and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm dead. Like in my mind, <laughs> I am dead. This skunk's gonna mind, kill me. Yeah, this this skunk is about to murder me for some reason. In my mind, that's that's where I was at. It was dark and raining. I don't know. Fear, <laughs> fear just took over. But as he starts getting real close, I the light is actually working now. He's in where I can see his body, not just you know little eye shines and catching. This thing is white. I mean, let me tell you, white as anything, like as this PBR can, okay? The one that white. had the, the foam the explosion. coming out the top? Yes. Um, I would stand by it 1,000% that this was a true albino skunk, like not a speck of black on it. And I started shouting. And <laughs> at this point, it, <laughs> my, my deer hunting day is about shot. I think okay. I'm I'm here seven hours early. Maybe <laughs> maybe they'll calm down when I get into the spot finally. But uh, for now, I'm just trying to survive. And uh, this is gonna definitely kill me. a life or death situation. Now you guys have seen like TV shows. I don't know if you've ever experienced it, like a, a brown bear standing up, like when you make a noise. Okay, this skunk straight up stood up, <laughs> and I about shit. He's like I'm not gonna lie. What's going on, man? What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> like square up. And I'm like, nope. I'd be like, nah. And I'm shouting at this thing like, hey, get out of here. You know, like I'm freaking out. I sound like an idiot. If there had been anybody else there, I would have probably had to kill them so that this story never got out. But, but you decided to make it on the internet it, yeah, You publicize it's it's, it for it's everyone. Okay. For, for the boys. This is worldwide, exactly. by the way. We have boys. a listener over in Ireland. I heard, which is very impressive. I don't know if they And got... Asia. Oh. Yeah. It's actually oh. our buddy Brandon. I'm just going to shout him out. Francis Diano. He's... I don't know. You probably know Be Silly. Uh, but Be Silly's over in Timor Leste. It's like, I don't know what that means. What's but that? it's it's in Asia. Well, one day I was like, because I, I check in on our uh, uh, stats English and stuff. Good, and like I mean, I, do. <laughs> I don't want to get into like our stats too much, but I noticed that we had a few downloads out of Timor Leste. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, it's Asia. Like, what are we? <laughs> and, I, and then like an hour later, my buddy was like on Facebook and his location was Timor Leste. I'm like, mm, we got it. That, we got it. Um, target acquired. Target acquired. 
Anyway, so you got this albino skunk that's, what the that's skunk getting was ready to shank you. you. It stood up after I started yelling, like hind legs, and I'm like, "This is this is the most craziest thing I've ever had happen to me in my entire life." Like nobody will believe this, and nobody did. Like everybody laughed. Andy, I know you laughed your ass off. Uh, I've been in the same scenario with stories people don't believe, but I think we're gonna save like, that dude, for my hot I'm seat. Like, I'm yeah, like, I agree. I'm like, dude, this skunk straight up charged me and then challenged me like he wanted to drop gloves with me and like duke it out you know gloves, gloves were off, were off. <laughs> yeah, yeah he was ready Rick knows where i'm at he was ready for a, for a tilly but um Don't i wasn't having it and luckily i was just shouting enough it, it it dropped down to its natural four legs and scampered out of there it's like a transformer oh god dude i it's still it's like vietnam flashbacks <laughs> i can relive that day like so perfectly it scared the shit out of me but um yeah, that's my albino skunk story. Uh, sorry we keep going down rabbit holes here. Um, skunk holes. Skunk holes <laughs> for the Lapers. Um, yeah, and I don't know where we were going before that. but uh, Yeah, Nick's pretty good at getting us way off topic. Yeah, and I'm not really good at bringing us back either. Anybody? Um, Anybody remember where the hell we were? I mean, obviously the, the main part of this podcast has all been about squirrels and everything. But right. I think it's unfair if we don't talk about your – deer season as well because you're also a very decorated deer slayer there we go and i just I, I i don't think we could i mean we've been going for a while but i don't think we could close this podcast out without talking about just tell us your quick let no i don't even want to quit one yeah quick just one. tell us I, about I, your say deer it, season. I say it every podcast we pay to be able to post as much content as we want so i don't we don't put a timer like oh jared you've uh you hit a certain time we're gonna have to close her out close her out so yeah i I just, I mean, we've been talking a lot about squirrels, and that's been the main focus, of course. Right. Because and I mean, you that's us a lot. you are the WCOPA squirrel slam. You were the first one that's ever I been put in the book. Welcome all challengers. And uh, I, I just, I think it's unfair to not cover your deer career as well, while we've got the you whole on. Whole career? Nah, I mean, let's just give a highlight because we can always bring you back on. Okay. Uh, for you know, deer tour. Just a quick rundown, you know. Um, Obviously, rifle. I've always been rifle. Uh, I have one, two, four on the wall. Picking up my fifth one uh, Wednesday, hopefully, actually, from Steve Scripzak of Heads and Sheds on East Grandview Boulevard, I believe is where that's at. Um, if you're looking for it, Lynx is really good, too. I do like Lynx's work. He does a really good job. But I take my deer to Heads and Sheds. And uh, if you're looking for a decent taxidermist, I fully recommend it. Um, he's a he's a good dude. Um, so first buck on the wall was obviously nothing impressive. That was I shot a buck with my grandfather, and he was like, "I'm gonna, we're gonna get that mounted for you." Yeah, I mean, I don't think um, your taxidermy should be necessarily be judged solely on the size of it. I think a lot of it has to do no, no, no. with the memory that is tied exactly. to that deer. Uh, it just, I don't, I mean, obviously big bucks you want to respect with amount, right. but when you have a, a buck that has a really special story to it, I think it deserves something extra, right. whether it, I mean, even if, I mean, if, if a European mount is what you classify as extra fine. Um, but I mean, European I just, mount is what I was intending to do this year until I shot my biggest deer this year, uh, biggest buck to date. So like the first one was just a little four point with my grandpa though and it was uh quite the quite the story 120 inch four point basically 
just I mean, shy of Pope and Young. It's four points. You're looking at a hundred inches on its head, no problem. Um, <laughs> no, this is a little first first buck ever. Your typical non-dominant <clears throat> four point. I'm shooting. I'm using my 243 Youth Model Crackdown. Okay, I love that gun. Everybody used to joke, especially Andy, asked me if I won that in a Cracker Jack box. Um, guess what? It came what? with a tattoo. <laughs> guess, guess what? I have dropped some deer with that gun in my day. I love it. If if you're looking for a good, solid little rifle to start deer hunting, fully recommend a 243. If you can shoot straight, just like Big Frank you know, likes to say, you know, shot placement, you get a gun <clears throat> Excuse me, that works for you. But 243 was my bread and butter when I started out. So anyways, this crackdown, obviously one bullet, that's it. And uh, when I climb up into the tree stand with my grandpa, <clears throat> excuse me, he makes me, well, he didn't make me. I mean, at the time, he's like, you know, when we climb up in the tree stand, we unload our gun. Okay. Guess what I still do to this day because mm-hmm. of that. That's I a great, un- great thing. I unload it, my rifle when I'm climbing up a tree stand. I That's do the just, same thing. Just because of what my grandpa taught me way back when. Um, but uh, this four-point comes in. I am shaken. Oh, man. First Tommy buck. knows all about that. Oh, I, I do know the feeling. You So you know what I'm going through right now. Like, first buck, grandpa's here. We're about to smoke this fool. Guess who forgot to put the bullet back in their 243? Was it you? Left I was going to say, yeah. It was left fly. Show of hands, who thought it was Jared Larson? Uh, they're all All up. hands are up. <laughs> so my grandpa's like, there it is. You know, smoke him. Like, this is a 20-yard shot. Like, he's like, end him. And I'm like, you're done. I'm going to do it. Right now, it's going to happen. Grandpa, watch this. It's about to go, <laughs> it's about watching? To go down. Oh, <laughs> Click. And that deer looked right up at us. And I'm like, this is it. This is where I'm no longer a hunter. Like, wow, um, I didn't feel or hear that shot at all. Did I? Is he dead? Uh, <laughs> no, he was very much alive and alert um, <laughs> looking funny. right at us. It's interesting to see how the deer will react now that he's alert. <laughs> now that he's alert, exactly. <laughs> so thank God it was a little four-point you know, yearling deer that just didn't know any better. He looked at us for 30 seconds. I don't know. It felt like an eternity. Puts his head down, starts going back to doing deer things, you know, just moseying through the woods. And I'm like, shoot. No, he, he gets over to a tree, like a pretty decent sized tree, and his head's behind it. My grandpa rips my 243 out of my hands and puts his 270, which at the time, wow. It was a lot like, of firepower <laughs> for a young child. I'm like, are you sure? Like, this is a big gun, like three times the length of my 243. And uh, I'm like, okay. He's like, Shoot him! Like, get real aggressive with it. And I'm like, well, you're going to scare the... Okay. Boom! You know, let that first one go off. I about fell, like, backwards. Was not ready for the 270. And uh, at that time in my life, starts running away. And he's like, shoot him again! Okay. So I rack another shell and whatever. I hit him. Got him right above the eye. No, I, I hit him as he was running away in the head. Not proud of it, but it dropped him. Like, he was done. Do what you got to do. It wasn't what I was trying to, but it did stop the deer. So that was, like, my favorite, I think. That held the record, just being out there with my grandpa for, for my first buck. We got it mounted, which was just ridiculous. But I have it at home. You know, I look at that deer. 
And uh, that's the perfect teaser for a part two. You know, you got your first buck, and people are ready to hear about the other bucks that are on the wall. And we're going to save it. We're going to save the other bucks? Yeah, we're going to save the other bucks, I think. Okay. Okay. Um, Where would you like me to go from there, then? Well, this brings us to the... uh, I would say annual, but that means it's once a year. Oh, I so know where we're going. So the weekly write it in pen segment write of the White Cat Outdoors podcast. Write it in pen Everybody segment. that comes on the podcast, we like them to leave us with some sort of tip or life lesson that they live by, whether it be outdoors. This one's cool. That was perfect. Kept that one in the can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all of them have been related to outdoors, but, I mean – Absolutely. A life, a life lesson is what we're after. So I, and I just... talked to uh, I talked to Whitey about this a little bit before the podcast because I there's so many there's so many you could do with the uh, write it in pen, which I love by the way. I really like the write it in pen. Um, I'm well, I mean, yeah, the Shaley podcast was, is a lot of. Shaley yep. Dillon was Shaley responsible Dillon is, for this. Yep, and, yeah, we uh, gave her we did give her credit for that early on. I, I tell you what, I I enjoy it. I've liked listening to them. They've all been really good. I think. Um, so mine, since this is all squirrel, smatter days, you know, small game, if I was going to leave you guys with something, whether you're brand new to hunting, you know, you're listening to this because you're just getting into the outdoors, or you're seasoned vets like like all of us sitting around this bar right now, you know, slaying mm-hmm. monsters, of course. People these days apparently just think that they are entitled to things. You know, you can... Uh, People think they can just pick up a bow and go out and slay monster bucks. And, yeah, you might get lucky with that every now and then. You know, some people are just born with that silver spoon in their hand. But I think you you need to start off with small game hunting. I, I actually think it's almost a necessity because it helps you just learn the skills of being in a wood in the woods, even if you're not deer hunting. If you're sitting out there squirrel hunting, there's a good chance you're going to see deer. And you're, it's going to get your heart rate going. It's whatever. But if you're out there for squirrel and if you're anything like me, it's gonna you're going to get excited. It helps, in my opinion, you, it, picking up that movement, subtle movements. You're picking up on what's going on in the woods. You're listening. You're just taking in your surroundings. But it helps you keep, like, your composure. You know what I mean? You're going to know what to do when that animal that you're after is there. It's ready. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like opportunity meeting preparedness is what I think it needs to be. That's success. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah, and the stakes are a lot lower when it's squirrel hunting for most people. You right, know? right. Instead it, of, you know, the first time you ever have an animal standing in front of you, it's a monster buck. You know? <laughs> right. You learn a little bit about the thing that's in front of you when it's a squirrel. Absolutely. It, it doesn't matter if it's a squirrel or a rabbit or pheasant or whatever. If that's what you're out to hunt. If that's the game you're set on on harvesting or killing, I know there was some discrepancy in no, the last podcast. No, we can say podcast. kill. It's, it's a hunting podcast. We did decide we can say kill. Okay. If you're out to kill a squirrel, when you see that squirrel that you're after, I don't care who you are. It, you're going to get excited. Yeah, okay? it's game on. It Your heart rate's going to go, even if it's not like a deer where you're shaking your legs or whatever. You're going to get a little bit of adrenaline flowing. And... Uh, and then when you, you do that for a couple years or whatever, a season, whatever, it doesn't matter. You just got to get out there and start. You got to crawl before you walk. You need to get out there and just spend the time in the woods, small game hunting, learning how to compose yourself when you're in the woods. Mm-hmm. 
there's no scent control when you're small game hunting or anything like that. You know, like I'll eat, drink coffee while I'm shooting squirrels. I, I do it when I'm shooting teaser, deer. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't follow scent control very yeah, I don't. strictly when it comes to deer hunting. I follow a lot more with all the you direction. Uh, out there. I don't buy it, but uh, as long as the wind's good, you're good. Yeah, and that's a good uh, point. As soon as it shifts, though, you might as well leave. <laughs> Your hunt's done. Um, you're done. <laughs> yeah, the wind shifts on you. You get out of the woods, out of the deer woods, but. Uh, I, I think if I was going to leave you guys with anything for your write it and pen, anything I wanted anybody out there to take away from this is that if you're getting into whitetail hunting at all, if you're seasoned, beginner, whatever, and you're you're not having so much luck maybe, you know, shooting big bucks or whatever, that's what you want to do. That's what we all want to do. I think you need to get out there and just you need to put the hours in. Just like that that short film that you guys shared, I really that's, enjoyed that. I do, yeah. That's uh, John Johnny Utah or John Mulligan. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't had any contact with the guy, but he's I follow him on Instagram. Uh, Johnny Utah Creative, Johnny Utah. Um, the guy's extremely inspirational. Mm-hmm. Um, he's oh, I really enjoyed it. I watched. Well, I mean, it. You gotta, I mean, he's on. He's been on a ton of other podcasts. Right. And that guy has you know he's been at the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, right. and has persevered through all of it. And even with deer hunting and stuff, the guy is just like everybody else. I mean, he's had great seasons. He's had bad seasons. Right. His first season deer hunting, he didn't kill booners. He was he his the last day of rifle, I think, is what the pod or the one video said that he killed his, uh, for his first doe. Um, right. Just a great guy. Yeah. Work more hours is a yeah, great. Yeah. You gotta put the work in exactly. to get something out of it. You're not just gonna go out there. You're and not entitled to 140 class bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, some of us like me still have not even not had that i've never even i don't i believe i've never even seen a 140 in the woods okay mm-hmm. there's only class? one guy at this table that can exactly. say he's pulling on the wall there there's only one white okay thank you with his 140 and i i hope to have a deer that big someday on the wall that's the game plan obviously and yep it looks good we're uh, all looking we're at all it right looking now. at it um but you gotta get the skill set. Like I, I can argue with Frank for hours on luck when it comes to hunting. Mm. Okay, I some have more of it. Firmly believe that there is a fair amount of luck that goes into your hunt. Like, and like I said, we'll save that. That's a that's an argument on its own. But success is opportunity meeting readiness. And mm-hmm. if if you're out there and you put the time in, how do you shoot more squirrels? You hunt more squirrels. Okay. Mm-hmm. Put point. put the hours in. Um, you got to get out there and do it. And if even if you're not shooting them, um, it's not it's not a wasted hunt. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're always learning something. It, it's uh, and there's actually a really good quote that I like. Um, if Fred, you got it, yeah, Fred, you can Fred get Bear. It. Um, I really like this quote. If you consider an unsuccessful hunt to be a waste of time, then the true meaning of the chase eludes you altogether. That's brilliant. Yeah, I like that I a lot. love it. it. I absolutely love that quote. One it's, of the many great quotes from Fred Bear. Absolutely. It's, I I think it just hits home. Like, that's it. If you're going out there and, yeah, if you don't shoot something and you're like, nah, you know, that sucked. I'm not going to be a hunter. This is stupid. No, that's not at all what that's about. But to be successful, you have to have the skills to do it. Mm-hmm. So... And to have the skills, you got to put the time in to learn them. You got to put the time into it. Yes, absolutely. It's it doesn't come overnight. If it does, good for you. Um, but the rest of us down here got to uh, 
you gotta put the hours in and you gotta learn just how to compose yourself in the deer woods and get out there and do it you get out there learn every time you go out there squirrel hunting rabbit hunting pheasant hunting deer hunting whatever kind of hunt you're doing observe just what's going on if you're out there pheasant hunting and you're seeing turkeys whatever whatever the case is or deer and you're seeing squirrel whatever you act like it's the game you're after mm-hmm. even if it's not the game you're after just keep your composure let that animal do what it's going to do and observe just learn about that animal what it's doing how it behaves when it's not spooked mm-hmm. you know what i mean it doesn't know you're there for the most part you'd, you'd like to think and just let it be what it is you know what i mean and learn from it so yeah my write in pen would be get out there put the hours in and small game hunting i truly believe that's something every hunter even the best should get out there and do i don't care if you haven't shot a squirrel in 30 years get out there maybe deer hunt just getting a little stagnant just get out there do some small game hunting i think it'll really bring you back full circle you know get back in touch with what hunting is all about you know what i mean and uh yeah i think that that would be my write it and pen for everybody right on buddy i really like that thank you for that jared that's a great write it and pen and we like to leave every episode uh with a good write it and pen uh we do a lot of bs and on the podcast and that's kind of what we're after Um, but before the podcast ends we always like to leave it with something good wholesome something to leave everybody with um and you know we've been going for quite a while here it was really fun to have jared on my bad and, uh, no it's good we, we <laughs> i know everybody, we got a little pref- carried away. everybody prefers a longer podcast uh, and i i have a feeling that this isn't going to be the last time let flies on the podcast i i tell you what i was a little nervous coming into it uh the whole podcast talking into this mic i hope i sound okay sounds beautiful <laughs> i like i know i'm sure of like my face Fergie away from it a little bit but perky <laughs> and jesus i like that um yeah, absolutely. I, I hope that I'm invited back onto the podcast. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I Like Norm, I've heard everybody say, I love what you guys are doing. Love the attitude about this. It's It really is a lot of fun. It's just the next level and everything that we already love to do. So I really enjoy it, and I really appreciate you guys having me on. I've had a lot of fun. All right. Well, uh, we appreciate that, Jared. Uh, thank you for coming on the podcast. And for all you guys out there listening, you know what to do. Get outside. 